Welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. It's episode seven. We have what four matches left? Well, it depends. Uh, well, four on, guarantees. On paper, we have four. Yes, yeah. but we're we're predicting a, fa- a fifth. Yeah, probably. Why not? Uh, I'm David. I'm Jordan, and uh, we're gonna talk this thing out. This is confirmed. Episode seven. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, right. I, I, you, I liked how you did the, and I forgot to hit him up until like an, before I showed up, but Emmanuel, we told him he'd come on the next pod for getting the Luis oh, cool. Garcia. Oh, cool. So we'll get him at the end of the season, hopefully. Nice. Because I forgot. I completely forgot. That's it's right, folks. Mind. Stay tuned yeah. to the end of the episode so for this week's secret password. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm dropping it here at the beginning, and it's more of like a, it's more of like a scavenger hunt, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, we named the studio something in one of the first three episodes. What was that? Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna. Be I, I remember episode. it because, <laughs> because I accidentally I accidentally clicked like next when I was listening back to the last one to see what kind of stuff we got right and wrong. You know, okay. to be fair, there's it's it's on both sides this time. You know, dude, dude, no, and like we actually got a right a lot right this season. <laughs> <laughs> I've been we, surprised. Yeah, we bottled it though at the end, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah, just, yeah. We just well, I did it. yesterday. I was when he got the fifth. I was like, "Son yeah. of a bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> there's we gave the studio a name. We named it only one time, and it was in one of the first three episodes. So. All right. Yeah, I know what it is. So yeah, just you reach out, oh, comment, uh, tell us, let us know. Yeah, send uh, us a message. Everybody's got to go back through all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to boost the numbers up. That's what we're trying to do. Exactly. There's not even a real the, answer. The number of listens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as always, to start off episodes, we do LFC Tampa Bay news. There's not that much. Not at the moment. I mean, obviously, uh, there's a lot of contingency planning. Yeah. Because uh, we have to think, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? And yeah. there's going to be a lot to do if uh, yeah. certain things go our way. So we're planning, but nothing definite yet. So yeah, uh, there will be postseason parties for sure to look out for in your emails. Or we'll be talking about it on here, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah other than that, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, right. We're looking at possibly, you know, should we say it? Yeah, just, you know. That's if right. it happens, it's it's like listen, folks. If if we do win a title, we do. We're trying to figure out what the possibilities could be for getting together afterwards. Because listen, you know, titles aren't every given every season, but you, it's never really given that you're going to experience in your lifetime a 30 year drought coming to an end. So if that did happen, yeah, we have to all get together. We have to have a big shebang. Yeah, we have to get together uh, and have a party. Final match, and then so we'll after- give you some time to like wrap things up at yeah. your pub. You know, yeah. have a few more drinks there. Tip your bartenders. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, we're all going to probably, hopefully, yeah. we got to talk about this with the organizing yeah. group. But yeah. definitely would like to meet up somewhere, yeah. everybody, and uh, have a proper yeah, a little, little party, party yeah. slash sing off. Yeah, we'll get Laura. <laughs> we'll get Laura to get up there and like maybe sing some songs or whatever. Lead us all I mean, on some why chants. Not? Yeah, right. Let's do it. And then, uh, of course, uh, after last year's experience, if we do get to the final, uh, we're thinking about the possibility of having at watching the final at one central place. It would be cool. I mean, obviously, you know, we love our venues and everything, but you know, finals are special experiences, and it would be cool to have everybody in one building. Yeah. Uh, we got to figure out how to work that out. Yeah, uh, where that would be. I mean, just so people can visualize it, just because I know I some people will be like, "Well, what about the pubs?" And like, yeah, true. However, last year we you know probably had almost four hundred people. Four hundred fifty. Yeah. So uh, like in total between all the places that we ended up having to use. Yeah. So we had London Heights that was well over capacity. Yeah. We actually were probably that was not legal. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely was not legal. It was there. not legal because the building moved at one yeah. point. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 
you know, Pokies was at capacity yeah. like two hours, three hours. We had to get a third pub. We had to get. We had to use hat tricks, which eventually hit capacity. We had to get another spot downtown to help handle the overflow. Yeah. We used Red Star to handle the London Heights overflow because we were. We realized what a fire hazard we had become about yeah. 45 minutes before the <laughs> game kicked off, and we started sending people to Red Star, and that had like 50 to 60 people in it, yeah. I was told. So, yeah, rather than kind of go through all that, and also, you know, look, I, I, some people made some points to me about the pubs as well, but if Liverpool make the final, it will be the 53rd game Liverpool yeah. plays all season. Yeah. It's not as if uh, we've been... Like ripping the pubs off. <laughs> no, no, and like, you, like there's always you know, chance to let them sponsor something. We, yeah, and that's the thing. I want to make it worth their while somehow. You know? yeah. So I think like maybe can we offer them like, you know, you do the food, you guys buy kegs, like, yeah, something or whatever, like that. or like yeah. we'll buy it, but you know, have yeah. you sponsor it basically? Yeah. Oh, just buy a keg from the pub. I mean, like, oh, yeah, like we'll buy it. We'll buy stuff from you. Is yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then like you know, yeah, we'll obviously because shout imagine, you guys out. And all imagine that. 500 people watching a football game together. Together. Yeah. Like all of us together in one building. Like 450, 500 people. It would be incredible. It would be wild. It would be a fun experience. It would be deafening. Yeah, we'd all be, be chanting. It'd be the it'd be the chanting, screaming soccer experience you've been thirsting for without having that you to, want. Yeah, you without know? having to travel across an ocean. <laughs> it'd be like watching in Concert Square in Liverpool or something. And then, you know, you know if, we, if we win it, then it would be amazing too. And if we lose it, you can see how much of a tit I am when I sing we're going to win the league 30, <laughs> min- 30 minutes afterwards. But that's not happening this uh, year. I mean, yeah. it, it would be worth it. And, yeah, no, you know, we'll, we'll figure out a way to take care of the pubs. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll have end-of-season parties at each or something. But, yeah, so basically here's here's the thing. If you heard this and you're, like, totally against it, yeah, just scream at us uh, somehow. <laughs> if that's the overwhelming sentiment, then okay. Then fine. Fair we'll, play. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll figure but it out. But don't – here's the one rule I have. If – you're going to scream at me because you're superstitious. <laughs> Save it because I don't want to hear that shit. Where you watch a game has well, absolutely no impact. To be fair, Sorry. we like, were there last year and we lost. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's time to switch it off. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were at those two yeah. bars. I, it's the only option if you all want to watch at one of the pubs is we all get together at Horse and Jockey. Something I don't, I don't think they can handle no, it. No, they, <laughs> they can't handle it. Yeah, because they don't have the voodoo attached to the pub. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So, like, don't worry. It's not going to be bad luck to move mm. for a Champions they League final. Up, if they end up one for one, there, I'm making a strong case for that. <laughs> <laughs> and London, look, London Heights, to be fair, offered to do a lot. Like, they were like, they will get an outdoor projector and shoot it onto the back wall. And yeah. like, that's a lot, though. Like, yeah. I, I mean, at that point, then you're going to get into, like, other permitting things, most likely. I just like don't even want to ask that of yeah. them. I feel yeah. like they're gonna have to have their whole staff yeah. work, and it's I don't know, like it's just a lot. It's, and it all, I just want five hundred people. My, my I just sh- want to get everybody together for that one if we can. Right? The dream like, I've been manifesting is Janice with a drop down projector. That would just be. I think oh that would, man, I think that would just be. I just think be class. I think it'd just be class. Wild. <laughs> you know, and the thing is too is like, look, we split, and that was like a controversial decision to a certain yeah. extent, but it's worked. Yeah. It's, been great for us it's yeah. actually been one of the best decisions we ever had because we're averaging these match day numbers that are way higher than any venue by itself yeah could handle yeah and we've grown our membership exponentially it's been it's been it's a been fantastic a fabulous, yeah. year for us folks yeah. so actually the split was the right thing to do but everybody does miss that sense of being together right yeah, like every so often yeah. every so often and especially these big special occasions you'd like to get together so this is actually it's the moment. If you're going to do it, this is the yeah. moment to do it. So, so I think so it's here, worth exploring. To close it out, uh, if we do get to those situations, just be on the lookout. 
yeah, be on the lookout for all kinds of announcements, yeah. emails, probably like it, it, and if and if we do win the bloody fucking thing at the end of the season, uh, um, which I'm still saying we are, it might be very much by you know the skin of our teeth that we get we push something through and find some place to go. But yeah, yeah just be on the lookout. Yeah, even um, if it just means we all just grab a yeah. cooler and meet at a park. Yeah, I don't exactly. Care. I don't Bring care a either. Guitar, we'll have Dennis jam out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we got the portable interface here. We can right. set up the speakers and everything. Right. Like we'll we'll get Declan's band to do an acoustic set in a park. I don't care. To we'll the, just to the sunset. Exactly. <laughs> like we'll just figure something out, man. On the beach, just you know, clutching each other ever so ever so softly, ever so gently. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you haven't heard, there's a summer tour, and it's yeah. coming back to the United States. Yeah, they um, to cash in. Although, okay, can we, can I vent a little bit? Well, here I, I'm. Yeah, I know what All you're right. gonna vent about, and then I'm gonna counter an argument just a little bit. But go All ahead. Right. It's the it's the baseball stadium. Yeah, like. Come on, man. All right. Nobody wants to watch a game in a baseball stadium. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. Now, look, I get Fenway. Yeah. I get Fenway not only because they own it, yeah. but also because it's historic. It's this incredible it's venue. Cool I've actually yeah. been there, and it is an amazing, an yeah. amazing building. And you yeah. can feel the history the moment you walk in. Yeah. So, okay, fine. I'll give you Fenway. But that Yankee Stadium, not the original No, it's Yankee not the original. Stadium, it's not it's the a, original. It's a monument to Chase Bank yeah. is what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, it's a wind and, tunnel. And do you know who owns it? It's a Chase Bank. owns it? Yeah. Is City Football Group has their American football, their American soccer team yeah, yeah. play there because yeah. they're partners with the Yankees. So why yeah. are we playing a game in a building that they own and are going to benefit from? True. I don't understand it. And it's we did New York last year. Yeah. Why are they just repeating the same places? Like big, big, big fan base, big Liverpool. I, fan no, base I get that, yeah. I get that. But there are other places with good sized Liverpool fan bases. New Yorkers yeah. like to travel. But and Come then, on. to be fair, let's do Philly. Let's do DC. Notre Dame Stadium's pretty cool. No, no, no that one's dope, and yeah. it's actually the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, going to. I'm thinking about that one, but I've never been to Fenway myself. Mm. So I it was, is an incredible place. So here's my thing. I was here's my little counter argument because I agree with you. It is all like shoved up there, same sp- same places as last same time. Places, it man. was successful. I get it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Okay, wonderful. I understand the sentiment. But. Yeah, we're down here too, though, right? But oh, here's I'll come to the south. Here's honestly. the thing, right? Our first game is on the first of July, nineteenth. Yeah. No, no, the first one's on the first of July. Wait, are you talking about the first preseason match? Yeah, Sevilla in Boston is on the first of July. And then the but second no. one's on the 19th. Yes, I looked it up this morning. The first? No, it's like July 24th or something like that. No, the two ones are on the 19th and the 24th, and then there's one on the first. So there's a huge two-week gap there. I wonder if they won't book another one. I'm so, I'm so sure, certain of this. Okay, uh, but hold it's on, not folks. the graphic that LFC sent us to post on Oh, it wasn't? Media. What did they send to post then? Oh, I posted it. It's on the... Uh, go, oh, we're getting it together here, Yeah, folks. guys, sorry. So wow. <laughs> wow. People come to us looking for information. For answers, and this is what we give them. To be honest, if it's wrong, it's uh, it's fucking. Uh, Did you get it off of Reddit? I got it off of Google. It says July twenty one, Fenway Park against Sevilla. July twenty fourth at Yankee Stadium. Oh my! Someone goodness. left the two off, man. Wow, Google is blowing it. <laughs> I my argument is null and void. I agree. What the hell is this, Liverpool? <laughs> Come down south now. Seriously, man. Like, all right, look, you don't have to go to Atlanta and play on. T- I think the big issue here is turf, yeah. turf and capacity. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they play at Orlando City, right? Like Tottenham and PSG played at. Because Orlando City's a shit club. It's a shit club, and it's only twenty five thousand. And exactly right. Liverpool's like, no, we yeah. need bigger than that. Tottenham can go play at that shit. So stadium. they could play at the Cotton Bowl, but that's turf, and they don't want to yeah. play on turf. That's the issue with Atlanta. Yeah. And so like that's why I think they've only come as far south as Charlotte. But yeah. screw it, go to Miami, come to Tampa. Yeah, Ray J, man. Like that. Ray J's all grass, baby. Yeah. 
So and, <laughs> and when we opened up the lower bowl against Columbia, we sold we a shit sold ton out. of tickets. No, and look, it'd sell out because you get you still get all the Florida groups. You get Tampa's a big enough airport; we could attract a national yeah. audience. It's not a problem. It's a growing metropolis. Yeah, it wouldn't be like a big a bad St. Petersburg for them. and the Tampa Bay area. I don't even care. Do you know if you want to go to like Houston or something? Play fine, it. I don't care. Like just. Here's Come a funny south. story. When I went on my little trip and I was playing footy man a little bit, I actually booked a preseason game in Lang against the Rowdies just, <laughs> just for shits and giggles. So, yeah, come on down. And you know what? Like, before, like, your open doors, like, uh, summer training, like, team, like, inter-squad tr- training match should be at Lang. Yeah. Sell some tickets to us. We'll yeah. all show up. We'll sell it out. I guarantee oh, it. Oh, I'll sell it out. I guarantee it. We'll make it Come happen. on, Liverpool. Where else are you going to training camp? It's beautiful. St. Petersburg, Florida. Come like, on down. Dude, it's 9,000 degrees <laughs> down there. <laughs> but that's the exact type of that's you know, what you need though, yeah exactly you know? yeah, and the get heat these is fellas fit exactly get them up to full match fitness by just making you, them sweat do you it think out. the uh, african players are gonna make this because they got the afcon this summer i think they'll get a little i think it'll be like the world cup kind of for them a little bit of a break it, yeah. would, it would be the same as the euros yeah so but i think afcon's early like it's not it's like right after the season ends yeah right? and it's and i don't i think it ends like late june not like early july like the so world they'll cup still does. get like three four weeks off so they might make it for the last game yeah over at Sporting Lisbon uh, in in New York. Um, right. Now that I've vented about that, yeah. go to the preseason games. <laughs> yeah, <folks>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the pre-sale is over, so um, yeah, the tickets will come out. Yeah, the tickets will come out, and then just you know, buy them. And then if you guys want to coordinate something, feel free to use the uh, the Facebook group pages, all that from yeah. the pubs to kind of organize collections of people. To and try maybe to get you know before before it happens, maybe leading into it. Uh, oh, excuse me. Obviously, excuse me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little burp there. I was like, uh, we're not even. Jer- well, you know what? This is an uh, this is a rare afternoon yeah. podcast. Why did we not bring? I don't beer? know. We should have got. Should have been drinking. It's, in here. it's the Rowdies game. I was gonna bring like a couple oh. pots. Yeah, I just fucked it up. Should we, we just go to racetrack real quick? Pause. Yeah, hold on. Wait, we'll, we'll round it up and then we'll jump it because the next thing we're gonna do is transfer news. But yeah, but so there's the preseason tour, the 21st of July against Sevilla in Boston, against Dortmund at Notre Dame Stadium yeah. on the 19th of July. I think that one's gonna be a yeah. cracker, man. The, the you'll never walk alone. It'll be a guaranteed 78,000. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a belter. And then the 24th Lisbon in the aforementioned Chase Bank Manchester City Wind Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> in New York City, uh, right. known as Yankee Stadium. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to do a quick little pause, go grab a couple pints, and then come right back and talk about this transfer news. Oh, wait, we, just for effects. Oh, wait. Oh. Taking it back to our a- uh, ASMR thing. It's back. <laughs> we're back. We've got... We've got We've got brew now, so it's gonna it's gonna kick up a notch. Cheers to the rowdies. We're going to the rowdies game after this, so we yeah. figured to the red. Yeah, to the reds, to the rowdies, and to continuing this podcast, where before we walked across the street to the busiest Circle K I've ever been to in my Holy life. Holy shit! <laughs> what a line! Little do you know, folks, that we actually started recording this on a Saturday, on Friday, and then it's now Saturday afternoon. And that's how long we were at the Circle K. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, transfer news. The one we have up at the top, and this is kind of like a loan news, like loanee yeah. news too. Uh, if you haven't heard, Marco Gruich is doing quite superb at uh, Hertha Berlin. Quite well. And apparently, Atletico Madrid inquired about his services, and Liverpool responded, 40 million. 40 mil. So, in this market, he's probably worth that, if we're being honest. Like, if yeah. he, at this point, he's now played... Uh, an entire season and done really well at a, in getting Cardiff promoted 
They yeah. wanted to buy him. Yeah. And I think part of the reason they're going back down. I mean, not that he would have saved him, but it wouldn't have hurt. Yeah, they would have been. They would have been better served having he, him. Yeah. You look at the way he's done at Hertha. He's been very good. They yeah. want to, you know. He's scored goals too. Yeah. Yeah, and they're interested, but I mean, I don't think they're going to drop forty mil, but Atletico would. Yeah. So the question is, do you take it? I we already had this discussion. We, we debated text. But yeah. We'll, we'll do it on here. Yeah. Um, so I'm of the opinion you keep him, um, and if he really desperately wants to play now. Uh, I guess if he wants to start gaming a week in and week out, I guess you can loan him out one more year because I think we probably can get one more year to James Milner. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ox is coming back. To have, uh, yeah, Leeds is. <laughs> yeah, they've cooled <laughs> off a bit in their hole. They're gonna make the playoffs, so they can maybe come through that way. Yeah, but even if they did, um come up i think james milner would wait to see if they could stay up a year before he would fully jump ship over there because why i'm wondering do you think it would depend on whether or not we come out of this with some silverware because um, i think if like we get if we win the champions league right, yeah. or if we win the league yeah milner might go like i did something here well i thought i yeah i thought about the about that for a couple of players to be honest like a dejan lovren where if like you won Adam a couple Alana. trophies you'd be like well i'm okay with moving on now or if you didn't you might be like no i want to stay one more year because we're definitely going to win something yeah, so yeah i don't want to miss it. out on it might it might be that i just think that given the switch which we will talk to of jordan henderson to the eight and like being a more like attacking involved midfielder um with fabinho taking over the the first place six role I think the less that you have to drop Henderson into the six as like a patch as a backup. Yeah, I don't want to do it all the time anymore. So here's the, the thing: better at it. Gruich would Gruich would get a lot of play time because he would be the rotation for Fabinho as a six. Yeah. And once we get to the point of the season where there's League Cup and there's like Champions League matches, he'd be playing league matches on the weekend starting, or he'd be playing the Champions League match midweek if it's against like a I don't know at home to like a Red Star Belgrade or something like that. Yeah. Um. Even though isn't that where he came from originally? It was Red Star right? Was it Red Star? Yeah, he's Serbian. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like in like a match like that where you have a lesser opponent where you could drop him in, and eventually, you know, we do rotate a lot. We do rotate quite a bit, and Fabinho would be your number your number one six, and then Gruich would probably be your number two, and then you know you wouldn't have to always be forced to play Henderson in a six or Genie in a six if you didn't want to, or Genie and Hendo become your third number six, and that's pretty good depth all around in the midfield. Yeah, and so I don't think he's not going to get playing time even if he comes back and sits behind Fabinho. I think there's going to be 25, 30 games there for him. Yeah, and anytime look, Fabinho picks up a knock, you know, you got to figure eventually we're going to win an FA Cup game. Yeah, and we're, we're going to yeah, win a yeah, League Cup game. Yeah. And like we may go, you know, and that's a great opportunity for him to show that he can make it yeah. in England. I mean, to, you, know, you got you got to do it at some point. Ultimately, I think Klopp has kept him and kept loaning him out for a reason. I think he quite likes how he thinks he can develop him as a player. Right. Um the so question I, is, I guess I mean, I'm just—it's getting—it'll be really crowded considering we play a three-man midfield. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you got like I think Lallana's going to go. Yeah, he has to. But Harry his, Wilson will yeah. probably be. I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Harry Wilson after what he's done at Derby this year, get a crack at it at being that guy off the bench. I think he's more of the less of a midfielder though. He's more of an attacking option. He, I see. I just don't know if he has the pace. So um, I, I, I see him playing kind of like if you were playing like a four-two-three-one, he'd be like the number ten. Because I just don't know as he has the pace to play up top with the, uh, the guys that we currently have. I up think there. he'd come in off the right, or even with off his the left, wing. I think he'd come off the right with his left foot. You think so? And I, I think, know. I mean, depending if he is young though, so yeah. he can develop. They can work on it. Yeah, I mean, I well, but we'll see. I think because I, you'll have Ox, uh, James Milner, Adam Alana, uh, Gruich, Fabinho, 
Kata, Genie Vinealdum, and Hendo. So that's eight players for three, right? Yeah. You can get away with seven for three. Yeah, easily. Yeah, because someone's going to get hurt. There's going to be suspensions. You know, there's going to be people that need rest. So there's going to be the rotation on the bench and in the starting lineup. And Klopp's shown that all season. We yeah. can't pick a midfield to save our lives. You know, like <laughs> no. I'm doing these predictions and I'm like, who's in the midfield this week? I think it might be. No, nope, wrong. Nice. <laughs> exactly. That's the magic eight ball. Right. And, and like, <laughs> it's, it's actually been proven this season that we do need like all of those options to like win on every front. Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah, you know what? Actually, this game, you know who's most suited? Nabi Keita, because we're going to be on the front foot the whole time. Oh, this next game, yeah, we do need the fucking Brexit midfield because yeah. it's going to be stable and, and, and allow it has us. Its moments. Yeah, exactly. And it gets a job done, you know? It does a oh. job, and that's what the job that we need to do. So, you know, if we got rid of an Adam Lallana and then maybe someone else on top of that, which I don't think we'll do, I think I think we'll only get rid of Adam Lallana and keep James Milner like one more year. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with that. I, I wouldn't want to sell him though, because I think if Atletico wants him for forty million right now, he's probably pretty fucking good. Yeah. Atletico is a pretty decent team. I mean, uh, what's his name? The manager? I'm, I'm blanking Simeone. on Simeone. Yeah, Simeone. He's a pretty decent manager. He knows how to spot a player or two. You yeah. know, so I just based on the fact. I think that, that I, I think he's showing glimpses even when he has played for yeah. us of being a player. So um, I'd like to keep him. And if he's forty million now, it's a lot. Well, yeah, right. And we let can, him play with yeah, us for a year. Exactly, He'll be sixty million. Exactly. So, and, and, and the other thing is, is the the alternative. If you do want a good backup for Fabinho, which is really what this next guy is, right? Um, is he a number six? He's not. I don't really. watch enough French he's football. He's not. He's not a number six. <laughs> he's more of an uh, an attacking. He's more of like a like a genie Vinealdum type. Like he's box okay. to box a little well, see, bit. You don't even need that. I don't need that. Yes, I, so, I we're mean, talking, people talking about spending 120 million yeah. pounds on a guy. Oh, oh, how do you say his name? Ariar or something? A wow. Hakeem. Yeah, Hakeem Arar. <laughs> Not Nabil Fakir, but from Lyon. Uh, uh, yeah, Hakeem Arar. Arar. He's really good. Uh, I've seen his YouTube compilation. Very class. You know. It's not, but they very rarely show like. I'd like to do a song where like you have like a you have like one of those like, what's the music where it's like rawr, rawr, rawr. You know, like you have like that kind of slow down like we're all singing and it's like like uh, didgeridoo like didgeridoo like kind of australian vibe or something like that i get what you're saying though or like the hip-hop that's like yeah. super slow i don't oh yeah chopped and screwed yeah chopped and screwed that's what i was like chopped and for. screwed hakeem <laughs> yeah but he's the, the his release clause is 120 million yeah, no, uh, I'm sorry. Not no. happening, if you've heard about that rumor. No. Uh, Sadio Mane rejected Real Madrid, by the way, real quick. Good. Says he wants to play for Papa Cloppo for as long as possible. I mean, here's the thing. Like, what are you going to get at Real Madrid that you're not getting at Liverpool? Nothing. They're not ch- competing for anything that we're not competing for. Yeah. We're in for the... Well... He's got a shot at a second straight Champions League final. And a league title. What did, more could you ask for, right? Did you see Luis uh, Luis Suarez's interview? Yeah, where he talked about like now Liverpool now is a club that anyone would yeah. want to go to. He's like before it was a different scenario, but right now he's basically admitting that if if he was at Barcelona or Liverpool today and Barcelona came knocking, he'd be like, Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm pretty all right. <laughs> that was actually a really really good interview. If yeah, you, it was. You get a chance to read it in the Guardian. Oh, it's so I funny. Have. It's so funny how Luis, how completely juxtaposed the feelings and views are of 
Luis Suarez and Phil Coutinho, which we'll get to later. But it's, <laughs> it's just so like. Well, we, we talked about that on the last yeah. episode. Though, Luis right? Suarez like, can come out before our time and be like, you know, if it were different nowadays, I would have just stayed at Liverpool. If Phil Coutinho did that today, <laughs> <laughs> if that came up on the news feed, he's like, I'm sorry, I wish I'd stayed. Uh, we don't be like, yeah, go fuck off. off. It'll be interesting to see like people like Suarez gets the ball when they come to Anfield. No one says anything or they might even clap a bit. One, the first time I think they'll clap. After that, they'll boo. I think probably yeah. One yeah. clap and then the rest is boo. Like let's be real. But from know? Phil straight away, it's gonna be boos and yeah. whistles. That's it. He, they shouldn't play him. We'll get to that plenty later. Yeah, we'll, but I was just saying, you know, Sadio Mane not one, wanting to go to Real. Yeah, Liverpool. This was always gonna be the case. The second we became genuine contenders in the league, uh, yeah, we were gonna become a huge destination club. And hey, watch out every other Premier League club that's even sniffing at one of our targets because. As far as I've seen so far, there's not a single football director that can mess with Michael Edwards. No. There's no one on his level. He is absolutely on a different platform when it comes to level of like executive and like front office football manager, so to speak. Like he's the transfers he does in and out, insane. The loan deals we've been doing. If you the actually, way we've found players. Yeah, exactly. Like. Even the way that we just pick up these youth players like Taiwo and and we, we and we make fun of it sometimes, like how like oh they never pan we're never out. Never gonna see it. But we but. get a little money out of that too yeah no i mean look we're talking about marco gruyich being worth 40 million pounds yeah exactly what did we pay i think it was like 5.2 something eight maybe 8.5 something it was like it, it was, was below cheap. two digits yeah it was two be- it below was two single digits. digit millions yeah exactly <laughs> it was before the neymar thing happened yeah. so <laughs> so oh, yeah exactly um and then there's there's a two more uh nicholas pepe from lille he's an attacking player he's a winger i have seen some of his uh his highlights he does look good yeah um, 23 again yeah, I think we'll ha- we'll face some competition from like I don't know, probably like Spurs or Arsenal yeah. on this one. But then, so for me, the key thing here is yeah, if he can stay bigger. if he can stay available, because I think the beginning of the preseason is mainly going to be like okay, all you loanies come back like Marco Grujic, like Harry Wilson, like even maybe Ryan Kent. Like okay, let's see what you actually got. Can you make it? If you can't, now you're sold. Let's bring in other options that we know. I think Ryan Kent will just go. Yeah. Uh, but I I agree. Like Harry Wilson, get a chance. Gonna gonna get a chance, yeah. and then it's gonna be like, yeah, should get off. Are the we pot. gonna? Yeah, we're gonna keep you, loan you out again. I probably have to sell him at that point because he is 21 and he has inclined yeah. that he wants to play. Um, but yeah, for all those fringe players that have been loaned out, or, you know, yeah. or like in the youth system uh, coming up, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't um, mind this kid, but. Uh, well, at least we don't have to worry about City or Chelsea trying to buy. Yeah, true. Well, as long as these bands, <laughs> as long as UEFA sticks to its word here. Yeah, right. Uh, and then one last one. He's like the new Portuguese sensation, João Felix. Um, he is quite, quite good. He's been scoring some wonderful goals. Rumored yeah. sixty-one million bid rejected by us. Apparently, oh. we put in a sixty-one million bid to Benfica, and they said no, no, no. What would he put? So he's a forward, right? He's like a he's like a, a young Coutinho, but with more oh, right. with plenty more upside now, like than uh, Phil had it at twenty twenty one. Actually, he's actually nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's nineteen. He actually, yeah, but he but he's 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 like running the the show at Benfica, scoring goals left and right, putting up you know assists on the plate. The other day, his brother was ball boy. He just went and scored a goal and then went and celebrated with his brother at the oh. same end because he's like, yeah, I'll just fucking do this. Hey, my brother's over there. I want to go give him a hug, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> score a goal, <laughs> easy peasy. But yeah, he's nineteen and he's like carrying this Benfica team. Um, so yeah, sixty one million is quite a lot of money. However. We are probably don't need that many transfers this window, so we yeah. probably can just drop sixty fifty on every single one of them and call it a, call it a summer. Yeah, because you're only going to sign maybe what two, three? two, three, yeah. I mean, a fullback, 
maybe another center back if one of Matip or Lovren goes. At this yeah. point, I'm not sure Matip's going to be allowed. Yeah. So yeah. Lovren would go if anybody goes, and I, I don't know. I yeah. just it's not. We don't need a lot. That's the thing. People act like, oh yeah, you know, this, you got to improve this team, blah blah blah. I'm like, they're about to post 97 points. <laughs> yeah, they could, yeah, Are exactly. You me? Like, well, they first might. of all, they might. I don't want to jinx it, but you know, whatever. They're posting ninety. We're gonna points. get into it. I think I wrote it down here, but I'll just say it now to, to preface it and get everyone ready and prepared for me to say this later on in the in the podcast. This might be the greatest Liverpool team that's ever existed. Uh, it's the best I've seen. I've been number one at least since nineteen ninety two. It is the best Liverpool to see yeah. that's ever existed in the Premier League. The most points total, and there's three games you left. Hear something crazy, in or two games left. How many seasons do you think it took? surpassing 90 points or how many seasons in which do you think in the Premier League era the winner passed 90 points I think it's less than 10 it's 8 yeah that's 8 out of 26 seasons yeah someone has had someone's broken 90 points yeah we are on 91 with two games to go and we may not win the title yeah look Point being is that we don't have a lot to improve upon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How much better do you think yeah. it's going to be? And I think there's going to be a big resetting of expectations next year. We're going to see a little bit more parity back in the league. City's going to kind of fall. I don't, you know, at some point they're going to fall off. I just think next year 89 points wins you the league, right? Yeah. Well, the point being is that if we want to send, spend $70 million on like a kid, yeah, I'm not going to be too fussed about it. Well, we've already made that in getting to the Champions League semifinals. Yeah, so. we're just <laughs> racking up money. Anyways, we're done with the transfers. We're going to look back because we are going to get into this whole greatest of all time, and the conversation's kind of already started going. And you know how I am about sticking, sticking t- to the plan. <laughs> he loves his plan, folks. Oh, i got to keep things organized, you know? Anyways, here's the look back. Since the last time we saw you, we went and played Tottenham at Anfield, and Hugo Lloris, oh drunk at the wheel once again, well, vomited on himself. I got to talk to London Heights about if the security cameras actually work. I need the footage from that day. <laughs> there was some crazy shit going down. Oh, to be fair, <laughs> Caleb showed up to the pub, you know, oh, no. in, his, in his Spurs gear. Poor guy. And, you know, it was I've never really been in the presence of a Spurs fan when it's gone all Spursy. <laughs> But, man, I had to be so nice. Usually I'm ruthless and I don't give a fuck, and I'm just going to banter right to your face because I know you're just devastated. Um, But I actually gave him some breathing room, and I was just like, you know, to be fair, you probably deserved a point out of that, but, you know, unlucky. (laughs) In my head, I didn't say it. I said unlucky out loud, but in my head it was Lucas Leiva just going. I just can't get over it. (laughs) Unlucky. I just can't. Like, that was the moment where I was like, I don't know, man. I refuse to stop believing. Yeah, exactly, because of that. It's like shit like that. I don't know, man. I just feel like we've had these moments that have led to craziness this year. That, Origi. I don't know. There's just Daniel Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge. There's just this this feeling about this group. Allison save, Napoli. Yeah, Yeah. or Burnley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) that Burnley save, and then we break and go score the third. And it was just like, I don't know. We just had so many of these big moments over the course of the season. Little things that have gone our way. I know that we didn't get the one at City. We're, yeah. Right now we are 11 millimeters away from winning a fr- Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. You're right. That's actually a difference of what? That's that's, that's four a, points. That's a difference of six points, isn't it? Well, we get, well, let's say we draw 2-2. Two, two, right? Oh, yeah. So, it's okay. so we get a point they and drop. they lose two. So three points. So, yeah, yeah we, we'd be up. Yeah, we'd be up. We'd be up, what, five? No, we, we'll five with the them moment, with a game yeah, in hand. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, like, that's the thing. Like We're literally 11 millimeters away from being champions, yeah, true, folks. True. People are going to point back. We've talked about this. People are going to look at Leicester and West Ham and go, well, that's where they lost it. 
There's, you can't say definitively no. one moment over another. Like, no. literally, you could just point to that moment in the city game, and John Stones won him the freaking title just because he got his foot on it. Yeah. Or even, like, if, if the referee's in a different position and sees the Virgil van Dyke tackle. Or, no, yeah. the, the Vincent the Company, Vincent t- Company tackle. tackle. Yeah. Um, if Sadio Mane isn't called off sides at Arsenal, we get two more points. Right. We're, in a completely, we're up a point even if they win, to, you know. You, you, can't, so you can't wrap up a season in just yeah. one result. I'm sorry. And, like, to be honest, like, I, we'll, we'll get into it. But, like, yeah, you can't say someone bottled the fucking league when they have a chance to finish. If City wins. With one loss. If we, if we, exactly that. And if we win all our games, we'll end up with the third most points total if City wins and the second most if City doesn't win the title. That's all yeah. it's going to come down and the, to. And the, the first two, yeah. if we lose it, yeah. are them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, people have those debates about, like, uh, oh, LeBron James can't be the greatest because he exists in a time. Michael Jordan had to play Barkley and Ewing. And it's yeah, because like, LeBron control the, can control the time that he exists Exactly. In. So, like, <laughs> this Liverpool team, unfortunately, if they win all their games and City wins all theirs, and if it's 98 to 97, we will have beaten every other team's total, even the teams with 42 games Yes, in the Premier League. The yes. only two teams we will not have finished. Every Liverpool team ever. Yes. Ever. Yeah, ever. With 42 the 85, games. 86 team that won all that shit. All of our, all of our greatest teams yeah. of all time. Yeah. We'll have more points than all of them if they went out. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. No, but it's we bottled it against Leicester. Right? Anyways, uh, that, that was all spurred it's out all of that no, yeah. It was all it was, that's all spurred out of the fact that yeah, there's been special moments going on. Like in the next match, wild. Southampton three one, the Mosala goal. It's oh an amazing world class goal. Dude, the way he just like the way he just picked that up. Okay, first of all, I got I got some jerk off online is like telling me that Hendo didn't even mean for that header to happen. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't understand people like that. The guy could hit a worldie and someone would be like, well, he just happened to put it. He didn't even mean it. Yeah. He just, his foot went through it on accident. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like you give the guy some credit. He looks up and sees the ball, ball and he just flicks it, it yeah. on into Mo's path. Yeah. But what I loved about that goal was like, you know, cause Mo had been struggling, right? Yeah. So everyone's pass it, pass it, everybody's, pass it, everybody's pass it. the whole time. Right. <laughs> but the moment he picked that ball up inside our own half, he was like, I'm fucking scoring. Yeah. That <laughs> he just yeah, took good. off. And the way he did that, the way he like played the defenders to just create a little bit more space, and then just slots it into the side. And it netting. hit the angle. It oh. just hit the angle. Cause oh, that was epic! And then Jordan's celebration after the third. I was like, this, is, <laughs> yeah. this shit is getting visceral. Oh, exactly. It's another special moment: the captain getting a goal, coming on and playing a huge part off the bench after telling old Kloppo, "I want to go forward." And Jurgen ah. said, "Why not? I guess." Yeah, why not? We got a number six. And then now, against so. Porto, he went and got himself an assist. Yeah, like yeah. two nil. Um, yeah, to Sadio Mane. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. Was that the second goal with Sadio Mane? Yeah. We've just done so many amazing things this season. Here's the thing, though. Hendo's been on fire. So he has a goal against Southampton, assist against Porto, assist, assist against, against Chelsea, yeah. assist against uh, Porto again, a Porto again, yeah. and then another one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't argue with it? No. No, you really can't. The he's guy's on great, fire. He's, he's a, a great eight. And you know box, what? Box against eight. Chelsea, it was just so funny because I was like, I just heard your voice in my head going, Jordan Henderson ball to the back post. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? You say it all the time. You're like, watch him put that ball to the back post. And he just, the way he just chips the whole Chelsea defense. No, exactly. To find Mane just standing alone at the back post. Yeah. Like that whole defense collapsed in on itself. Yeah. And then against against Porto, when he came on for like 15 minutes, literally like five minutes into it, he played that back post out looping ball. Yep. And I was just, I was thinking, I had my own voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> 
that I was with my friend. I wasn't I wasn't at the pub, so I was looking at him. I'm like, you haven't heard this been said a million times, but let me tell you something. Jordan Henderson, balls in the back post, world class. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I was watching the yeah, the Cardiff game. He had a he, or Huddersfield he had an assist too, I think, yep. with the back post yeah, ball. Same thing. And Lee Dixon even said he's like, Oh, I'll tell you what though, when Jordan Henderson gets in these positions, these type of balls, I've been saying it, give yeah. me give me that the, ball, that particular ball. That's his specialty. It is, and it's amazing. I wouldn't like if I was an opposing coach, I'd be like, just do not give him any if he's floating around that area yeah. don't give him any space oh yeah, that 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 first chelsea goal was just put up on a plate uh, i guess oh god it was just so great because the tension in the building yeah because we okay, let's get to it because now we're here you All were right. there for the chelsea match yeah like tell us your day obviously so like you know it'd been building up quite a bit uh, Sky's playing the fucking slip on TV all weekend. Just <laughs> oh yeah, all weekend. Oh, like here too, here too. Yeah. <laughs> like Friday night, we got like some shit from a chippy, and like oh, it was like the worst thing you could possibly <laughs> eat. It was like I was like, this is death in a box. Yeah. But I'm eating it. It's I'm just really oil. drunk. <laughs> it's just spongy potatoes with oil. Well, this was like uh, this was like uh, falafel or not falafel, um, like gyro meat and shit. Oh okay. So it was good, but it was just like so bad for you. You yeah, could just yeah, yeah. smell the how bad for you it was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're eating it, you're like, I'm gonna die. Okay. So, <laughs> so then, like, but like, as we're sitting there eating that, Sky's just going over the slip. The commercials for the game are the slip, not highlights from this year. Yeah. <laughs> not Daniel Sturridge like, curling on, it. Not Luis Garcia putting one in. Yeah, is is like, it in? Is it out? Here, man. Yeah. So then, like, uh, Saturday, you know, like, we went around, we just were around town. You know, every red you run into, like, you could sense, like, you know, folks were kind of tense about the game, but everybody was excited. Yeah. Sunday, though, like we wake up, we're watching Sky in the morning. They're talking about the game, obviously. They're, it was Super Sunday. Yeah, Super but, Sunday. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> it was Super Sunday. It was the late game on the Sunday. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So they're like going on about it, the history of the fixture, all the shit that we've had with Chelsea over the years. And then I'm on social media watching them call Salah a bomber. And I'm like, oh, man, let's see if they like devolve into classlessness at some <laughs> oh, yeah? point here today. Yeah. Like, uh, you're waiting for it, right? Yeah. It was so. As far as the day goes, we were. Uh, I was sick, which you probably heard if you uh, if you listen to our Instagram feed. Yeah, I sounded like death. Yeah, I'd uh, let you know too. You know. Yeah, no. He texted me. He was like, "Your voice sounds like ass." By the way, <laughs> I was like, "Thanks." I didn't know that. <laughs> but I flew all the way to Anfield, so I'm gonna sing. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. I wanted to sing. I was like, "If it sounds like shit, it sounds like shit." I'm here to make noise. Yeah. So, anyways. We started at, uh, we, we actually had our Uber driver drop us off over at Goodison. And it was just funny because, like, every driver in town, I swear to God, is a fucking Evertonian. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they sponsor the cab drivers union. That's or no, but apparently that's a thing because uh, I was listening to some video about the Huddersfield game, and one of them talked about getting in a cab and said, of course, he wasn't a Liverpool supporter, which lends you to believing he's probably an Everton uh, fan. No, they're all fucking Everton fans. <laughs> it was great. So, like, we get in this cab, you know, or, or the guy's like, you guys want to go into Goodison? And he was like looking at us. We're like, yeah. We just didn't say anything. We we're yeah. like, yeah. He was like, just kind of side eyeing yeah, us. Yeah, like, like, are you sure? Are you? What do you? What do you? Know there's not a yeah. game there. What do you today, get right? that? What yeah, do you get like, that? What is yeah. this about? So like, I was waiting for him to be like, so do you guys want me to like circle the block and come back and pick you up and take you over to Anfield yeah, or what's yeah, the deal? But yeah. our plan was, I wanted to see it. Didn't go to Goodison last time, and when you go there. You know, you do, like, the stadium tours and stuff, and you see how close it is. Yeah. Like, when you're there, you really get a sense of how close we are yeah, as yeah. neighbors. Yeah. On TV, it doesn't, like, do it justice, right? So we were like, all right, let's have it drop us off over at Goodison, and we'll go into Stanley Park, and we'll do the walk, the, the walk between. It's literally, like, 
not even I don't know. It's like a quarter of a mile. Yeah, maybe. it's not that far. Yeah, it's I hard. mean it's like a lap around a track, folks. Yeah. <laughs> And the walk through Stanley Park's nice. You no, know, it's a got, nice big park. It, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. They got like a, a wonderful little lake there with swans and ducks. And yeah, shit. no, it's a big open. There park, was guys yeah. camping with their sons, like teaching them how to like yeah. you know duck hunt or whatever. They weren't actually killing anything, but they had like the camo on. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is like legit. They're just like yeah. Well, it was every camp. It was Everton fans preparing for with Liverpool win the title. <laughs> To live out in the wilderness. Going in the doomsday scenario. <laughs> yeah. If they win, we've got to start living out here. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go into the forest. We got to hunt our own food. We're never coming We're back. We're never out. going to Tesco again. Forget Tesco. We stock up on your prawn cocktail chips. Yeah, we can't, we can't go into town. We just can't. So be prepared, boys. Oh, so, so yeah, we did the walk in the park. It was windy as hell that day. And I was like, so we tucked into home bake there, got a couple of pies because uh, actually the home baked is really good. And I guess like a portion of their proceeds goes to like uh, the feeding the homeless kind of stuff, like good, good deeds around town. Yeah. So we did that. That was delicious. And then we met up with Sean and Catherine and them over at the Albert. And then we went to Hotel Tia for the Jamie Webster thing. And everybody clears out of that. And they're... When we got out of there, we're like, why is everybody lined up on Anfield Road? I thought the bus greeting was always that road by the Arkles. Yeah. But it turns out they, like, vary it. You don't actually know which one it's going to be. So, But the cops were lined up out there, so you knew which one it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, it's like to give it the give the bat signal, like, at the last <laughs> minute. It's over here. Run. So everybody's on the embankment, all in front of the houses. This black bus turns on to Anfield Road, and you just hear a choir of, fuck off, <laughs> yeah. Chelsea. So we yeah, all started yeah, saying, yeah. you know, we fucking... Yeah, basically just sang at them for two minutes. <laughs> and then the Reds bus pulls down the avenue, and everybody's cheering, singing a lay, lay, lay. It was a good time. And then we were like, you guys just want to go in? Like, we were going to grab another pint, and then we were like, let's just get in there. The Palace game will be on inside. We grab a couple pints, like, up at the concession stand. So we the just Palace did... game. <laughs> yeah. We, no one recognized. That was the best part, is no one said city. <laughs> no one goes, oh, the, the city Palace game. Everybody's just like, the Palace game's on. You guys want to go inside? <laughs> Yeah, let's go watch the Palace game. <laughs> go on, Roy. Yeah, so we yeah, Roy didn't do us any favors, but it's all good. They tried. Yeah, they went out with a slight like slightly better a little, than, a little than a whimper. Bit of a bang. Yeah. yeah, they didn't like totally fold. So they were better was, than United, to be fair. They were better than United, <laughs> seriously. At least they tried. At least they scored. <laughs> oh. Um so yeah, we we watched that and like I laid down a bet, dude. I was so stoked when Mane got the first because I had bet I actually meant to put Salah, but yeah. I checked the wrong box. Oh, there you go. And I didn't realize it till after I turned my slip in. So yeah. I was like, shit. So now I got to hope Mane gets it. Because our plan was Crystal was going to take Salah. Or no, Firmino. Yeah. I was going to take Salah. And uh, Shady would take uh, Mane for the, the opener. Yeah. Right? And then Declan could pick whatever we want. Well, we yeah. ended up being like, Declan, you got to take Salah. Yeah. Because one of the front three scoring first. So let's just say, like, this way we, somebody's getting paid out. Yeah. That person's getting pints. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I took the, the Mane scoring first and we win three nil so we're thinking when he scores first we're like oh we're in the money it's on because yeah. now it's me and shady so yeah. we're gonna have a shitload <laughs> i also doubled down on the three nil oh no <laughs> so, i was like oh i'm good now yeah. and shady was ready because he was like dude i got salah and Mane scoring in this with Mane scoring first and we win three nil so we, we, he, his payout was something like a hundred and some like 170 pounds or some crazy shit yeah so we were super excited. But, um, yeah, like the whole first half, you know, the Reds are attacking towards us. It's very tense. You could sense the tension in the building. Yeah. I, I, I was like, 
once we got through the Hillsboro thing, honestly, I was like, I just had this feeling like today's going to be our day. Yeah, I didn't really. I wasn't really too afraid of anything at all either. No, I like I, I felt confident all day, and then like. I don't know. The Hillsboro thing was kind of emotional. You know, was, uh, like you know, in American sports, we do moments of silence. Yeah, we don't do full minutes. You know, yeah, it's a full. Yeah, yeah. it's a full blown minute. No, and people walked into the pub and they're like, "What's going?" on? And they're like whispering, "Like, what's going on?" It was, and it, it like by the end of that minute, you're like, you can say, and of course they had the big thing, you yeah. know, the the yeah, crowd the display, and yeah. it was beautiful. So that was really special to see in person, and it was just kind of like. As soon as we kicked off, I just had this feeling like we're gonna fucking bury these. Yeah, right. Like they're done. <laughs> <laughs> they're real, there's there's a team that bottled it, undefeated right. with us in like 15 Three games. 15 games. And I was the- doing research for the Huddersfield write up, and I because I had to look up that stat about how before this season, like we had a shit record against the bottom side under Klopp, and the article was can Liverpool keep pace with City and Chelsea? Right. <laughs> So there's a team that bottled it, but right. yeah, kicked off these bottlers in our ground. Yeah. One minute in, they made a little bit of noise, but it stopped pretty quickly. Like, one minute in, quick. Steven Gerrard chant oh, by yeah. the Chelsea yeah, fans. Yeah, no, we heard it. We were like, and everybody just went right over it. With yeah, fuck exactly. Off Chelsea, yeah. That's all you could hear. You couldn't hear him after a little bit. <laughs> so it was like, um, you know, that first half, I wasn't disheartened at all. I thought we played okay. Like, yes, they were they they looked like Chelsea at times. Yeah, but for the most part, I thought we were fine. We didn't look uncomfortable in any way. We were just playing our game. It's amazing to see this team play in person. You know, when you're watching them on TV, I think you get... The coverage kind of tells you what to see sometimes. Yeah. But when you're there and you can watch... The whole pitch. The whole game. For me and Declan, we talked a lot about how brilliant Jordan Henderson actually is. Because when you watch him in person, and you you know, a lot of the work he does is kind of off the ball. Yeah. And it's away from the camera. Manipulating space, finding pockets. Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of talking the guy does on the pitch to, like, tell people where they need to be or yeah, what yeah. the idea, like, you know, you need to come this way. Or a set piece, he'll slow things down and kind of direct everybody, like, we're going to we're gonna run this one. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, something they've worked on in training. So he's just, like, full-blown captain. And when you're and when you're in person, you get a little bit appreciated a little bit better. Yeah, you get to see the – because you get to see everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. you get to see Allison for half the game hanging out at the edge of the 18-yard line. <laughs> Just bored. Walking like, around, spitting. Yeah, just know. like, what do I do? You see, like, the center back. You really get to appreciate yeah. Virgil van Dyke's godlikeness. How the he man, floats. Just the way he moves Covers around ground. Oh, yeah, brilliant, man. No, you so, don't. I remember when uh, one of the times I went, we got those hospitality tickets that were, like, first level, probably, like, 13 rows up. And, like, you can just see how fast, like, their feet move up that close. Oh, wow. And, like, That's you crazy. can see it on Most TV. Most yeah, feet are blinding. But, like, you just, like, when you get to be there and, like, see it all and, like, take in the whole football match, not just this camera angle that yeah. only shows you where the ball is at any given moment. You don't realize, like, you. we all know that Andy Robbo runs a lot. You don't actually realize how much. Until, yeah, until you're sitting there <laughs> like, wow, he's just going like, that this hole. guy just... Damn, man, he's like a freaking marathon runner out there. Yeah, they put down new. Uh, they had to like put down new fertilizer at halftime <laughs> on the side of the pitch that he's on, because it's just a dirt track going up and down. <laughs> Pretty much, man. He, he's unreal. So yeah, second half kicks off. Well, yeah, like halftime, it's very tense. Yeah. Like I couldn't get a pint. The, yeah. the my line was moving too slow, but everybody I could hear, there was a tension in the air. So when the ha- second half kicks off. And we just dominate for five minutes, pretty much. And when that goal goes in, the release of that tension, yeah, was an experience. Like that yeah, was very, like, yeah, yeah. We're getting ah! There's no way these are coming back. There's no way. No, it was like, 
I, I watched Henderson through that whole thing. When he came running towards us, because I was like, where is he going? Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I thought maybe some of the players were warming up down the sideline. He was going to go celebrate with them. Yeah. Instead, he's just running at the main stand, fist swinging, just yeah. like visceral. I was like, and that celebration was, was a lot of fun. But when yeah, when, and then when two and a half minutes later, two and later. a half minutes later, <laughs> I mean, we haven't. Nobody's even fully calmed down yet. And when he, when Virgil puts that ball to him and he just cuts in, his touch to just like he touches that down to himself. I was like, that was so casual. It's just fucking brilliant. And then he just cuts in and does that. I mean, that celebration, man, was just wild. <laughs> wild. Like I was. Yeah. We were all shaking. Like yeah. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I got to see that goal in person with that view. Yeah. That view, I mean, look, you know, I look, when we got the tickets, I was like, oh, we're in the main stand. I wanted to be in the cop. Everybody, no, you got the you, best view. You always want to be in the yeah, cop, right? Yeah, but you got the best but view. But if you're going to be in the main stand, that's the goal to see. Because yeah. we had a golden view yeah. of that goal. Yeah. It was fantastic. Like a straight shot to the corner or whatever. Yeah. And when, oh, God. You I imagine just, it just looks like the ball's floating and then you you can't, like, really tell. And then all of a sudden it just hits the back of the net. That's and you're basically like, what oh, shit. You're like, you're like, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, like, because you're thinking to yourself, like, that, is it flying go over? over? Yeah. Go over. I'm, my eyes this, in this it, angle. And then it's just bang into yeah. the netting, and you see a Keppa rolling on the ground, and it's just yeah. the whole place is just losing its mind. We were all losing our minds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. none of us had our phones out. No, you no, you, there's no time. There's no time. <laughs> you didn't capture that moment because you, you didn't it, see it yeah, coming. You, you know? gotta leave it to the pros who like just have their shit running all the time. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and like I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's I don't care. I got to see that goal, yeah. and I, I get chills thinking about it. Yeah, no, man. That, I mean, I think about because I got I went to go see when we played City, and I sat in the cop, and it was the one where Jordan Henderson scored from outside the box, and then Coutinho scored a winner like late oh, on. From, you were there? Yeah, and I was in the cop oh, end. Fuck. So the first goal is Henderson at the Anfield Road oh, end, and it's like that moment where you can't see where it's flying in yeah. and all of a sudden you just see like the, the, the away move. section just go like it's not moving and then the home <laughs> section is like jumping up and down and you're like okay yeah and then the Coutinho goal was just like right in front of us where you can just see oh it's going in so you can sell it right before it even hits the back of the net yeah. but yeah when I think about those goals or like I see them like I always like get the replay in my mind of like where I was and it always makes me like oh shit yeah. like, you get oh. like a little chill you're like oh my god I can't believe I was like that I've watched the replay of the goal 500 times from all the different angles and I just think like yeah. God, I wouldn't have actually wanted to sit anywhere else. Yeah. I was at the pub and I lifted as as people The video was, from Horse and Jockey that yeah. day was brilliant. I like that guy. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> that's Phil. That's Phil. Phil's, Phil's from Liverpool. He's he's uh scout. Just his face. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> that, and that was just the money goal. That was only the money goal to be fair. Because the second goal, uh, as as everyone who listens to this podcast will know, you know, there's a little tension with how I express myself during Liverpool <laughs> matches sometimes yeah, with the nervous. owner at Horse and Jockey, but we're good. We're good. We have like a common understanding. It's, it, there's nothing malicious there. But I actually ran over to him screaming and then lifted him in the air. I grabbed him by his waist and lifted him into the sky. <laughs> like you do, like like Rudy get, has happened to him in the Notre Dame Stadium <laughs> where the preseason tour is. Like just lifted him into the sky. Uh, and yeah, we all we both had like a proper celebration. And that's how amazing that goal was. <laughs> I got to break all the boundaries that had been set for me right? all at once with oh, the no. owner. It was, it was a – what a belter, man. Yeah. I still can't get over it. And then my favorite part is is because right before that match, my friend who I've known for a long time who's a Chelsea supporter uh, hasn't been talking to me all season. But like three days before that game, he just texted me, who's going to slip this time? So then I texted him at full time, waited like 30 minutes. I said, nothing to say. He said, whoa, we'll deserve win. I said, well, bef- since you're being kind, I'm not going to take it too far. But I'll just leave you with this. Eden Hazard, Hazard hits the post from eight yards. <laughs> 
He hits it really hard. That was the hard. only moment I think. Eden Hazard, Hazard. Thank you know what's funny is like, so the rest of that game, I'm now I'm getting tense because I'm like, oh, oh shit, the, they're gonna come. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're gonna have to score a goal now. They looked like Chelsea in the first half. Yeah. I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting, and then he hits the post, and you're thinking, oh god, okay, yeah. So here they come. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. But what what made that game so special to watch was the way Liverpool handled it from there on. It was so calm. And it was just so composed, and we just look like a team that's going to win the fucking title. Yeah. Like that's, and that's what everybody's been talking about all season. That's why the optimism level is so high over there, because you see that shit. You see yeah. the way that they respond in that moment. Yeah. Man, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. That's what wins you titles. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's what makes this team It's a title-winning performance, as they it say. It is. And, you know, like... I didn't get the money, and yeah. I didn't care. Yeah, whatever. Like, Fuck it. I yeah. only put a fiver down. Who gives a shit? Yeah, whatever. Let's go to the Arkles and drink some pints. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, there, it was weird, though. Like, in the Arkles, there was a voice that I recognized. I swear to God, from the Anfield rap or something. And he was doing, like, a, he was talking on the microphone. But they would just, like, blast music. And then he would just randomly come on and be like, I want the fucking Reds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a hype man. <laughs> yeah, he was literally a hype man just for like the day, like oh. not for an, a specific event. Oh, just that's like, funny. Are you fucking excited yeah, or what? That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you're right about that 15 minutes too. Just like the wrap up the Chelsea match. Yeah, it was. It was, epic. It was funny because I was sitting there and I was like, they're gonna co- if they come out defensive, it's like against their own interests, and they put Hazard up front. And I, I was telling people at the pub, I was like, yo, the second they put him on the wing, though. We went 2-0 up, and I'm like, well, this is, a, this is like a bit of a, a blessing and a curse because now we're 2-0 up, but also this is going to uh, encourage them to move Hazard to the wing and bring on a proper striker. And then, yeah. yeah, as soon as they did that, it's like, oh, yeah, did you know that if you give Hazard that isolated space where he can just get – rather than putting him on Van Dyke and Joel Matip to get Which kicked in – the dumbest Yeah, just to get kicked in the <laughs> ankles. But, it's fun, but we're at to the point now where Chelsea doesn't even fancy showing up and having a game. They had a, really. they had a bit of a game against us in the first game they did. Uh, at home. Well, that, that was proper – they were in that yeah that mentality. But that at the just time, shows though. you like how yeah how fearsome it is. Bar- uh, Bayern Munich showed up. The environment. To, the try the to park atmosphere the bus. at Anfield was fantastic. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. shows up, parks the bus. Man City shows up, parks, parks the, the bus. bus. It's not an easy place to go. You, I can tell you. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah. That's funny because like my uh, <laughs> my Sunday league team. Yeah. we had we played a game. This was like about a month or two ago, but we were in the semifinals. And uh, one of the teams that lost in the previous round, they, like, watched our game to taunt us. Oh, nice. We were the number one seed. Very Chelsea of them. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> the whole game, they're, like, singing shit at us and, like, yeah. trying to give us a hard time or whatever. It was funny because, like, some of the people on my team were getting frustrated. And I was like, guys, that's 15 people. Yeah. Imagine it was 70,000. Yeah. Imagine it was 50,000. Yeah. You got to, you, you know, like, yeah. just put it out of your mind. Yeah. You got to think, you got to channel your inner professional there. Yeah, right? You, like- think, <laughs> you think that you can ball out. Like, you were sitting there watching some Danish League games thinking <laughs> in your head. You go to the Rowdies and you uh, think. Yeah. You think other teams, when they come and there's 6,000 people yelling yeah. at them, that that doesn't get to yeah, them? Yeah, right. Of course it you does. You can't even handle 15. <laughs> you can't even handle 15. <laughs> and you're making fun of guys for choking in front oh, of 4,000. Oh, God. Like, but yeah. uh, I was just to kind of wrap up the day. The one thing I was gonna say is, uh, so after we went to the Arkles, we left. We got some fo- some food, and uh, we ended up going back into town. Yeah, and we ended up in this place called Newington Temple. It's actually owned by one of the guys. As it turns out, I didn't know this at the time, but the bartender was telling me because he's like, "How did you know about this place?" And I was like, "Actually, I heard about it on the Anfield Rap." And he was like, "Oh, they're only giving it love because one of the guys, the or because the owner used to be one of them." And I was like, "Who's the owner?" And they're like, "Mike Gerling." I was like, oh, shit, I follow him on Twitter. Or whatever. 
I'm in this pub. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I didn't know this was his pub. Uh, but we met these guys in there, and they were there for like hours after kickoff, drinking and fucking celebrating. And they were, we were all just talking about the Reds. And if there's any ever any part of you that wonders like whether or not they're gonna have a, a weird vibe towards you, cause never, never, yeah. and to the point that these these fellas, when they found out where we were from, we told them our whole story, and they were like, "I fucking love this club, man." No, yeah, like they were like the fact that, and they the guy was like, "I want to fucking say, I love that you guys support our club because the fact that you've traveled all this way is like." To see that, to yeah. be here with us in this yeah. moment is beautiful. Yeah. It was like, I absolutely love you guys for coming here. I'm like, and there's people who are like, oh, I don't know, you know, like they may not want me there, blah, blah. I'm like, no. No. They want you well, there. Well, do it properly. As yeah, long do as, it properly. Yeah. Don't go there and be a tourist yeah. and just like, you know, hold up your half and half scarf and take pictures yeah. the whole time. Go there, sing, be a part of it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Experience the city, and they will love you, man. Yeah. Like, don't walk in and go, "We've bottled it." Yeah, don't talk bullshit. <laughs> don't be a tit. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. if you're not a tit, they will generally. They don't care where you're from. They'll open they your arms. Not, they're never going to discriminate yeah, man. for based on where you're from. Um, and that's like the, my number one message to everybody is: if you have that and you want to go, yeah, and you're go. able to go, yeah, just go, man, and just do go. it right. And I'll tell you what: you're going to have the time of your life, and you're going to meet incredible people. Be reverent a little bit. Like, don't be like like you know too corny with it, but like give it its due respect. And then, like, yeah, once you because the locals will like they'll figure out you're not from there very quickly, and, uh, then, they, and yeah, then they're interested. Like they just they just want to know, like, hey, what's up with you? Like, what yeah. are you doing? No, here? and they, when they when they, t- they were talking to me and Declan, and we were talking to them about uh, you know how LFC Tampa was founded and kind of how we were involved in that and like the whole thing. We told them the whole backstory about our supporters club, and they were like, in Tampa, Florida, we were like, yeah, and yeah, we were like, dude, I fucking love this club. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Because when I when I went to the the uh, well at the time what was it the Carling Cup final Capital One Cup final whatever whatever it was called yeah, at yeah, that yeah. moment um, I ended up in this pub beforehand like just down the road from Wembley uh, just drinking and you know it was like a very small bar that had a special like three beers for five pounds so it was packed with football supporters <laughs> just like in the front end of this restaurant where it had uh, a little bar it. <laughs> yeah it had a bar for like like before you sit down to eat get a drink while you wait for your table to be prepared oh, and there's God. just like 50 of us all crammed into this little <laughs> tiny space and i'm sitting there talking to them like, and and they're like so where'd you come from like tampa floor like really like why are you here you're like you know liverpool football club and they start asking like why do you support liverpool what do you like about it and you know just telling them like you know i like the club and then the older i got and the more i learned about like the club and its history and like the stories and even like even to some extent like the the people in the city uh i don't know it just felt like something i connected with and they're like oh i fucking love that yeah the guy was like oh i fucking love that tell them your story and why you why is it you were drawn to this yeah and they're like yeah mate that's incredible yeah like uh, the one guy cracked me up because he's like i was like have you ever been to florida and he was like no i want to go though or whatever and we were like oh well don't just don't come in the summer you know it's hot yeah he was like Lad, I've been to Seattle. It was like, and I think that Seattle is basically like the Liverpool of the United States. He's like, you know, it's, it's wet, it's cold, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking music town. Yeah. He was like, and we had told him that we were going to Spain. And he goes, Florida is Spain. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to go to Spain. <laughs> he, goes, I, he goes, and I fucking love Spain. <laughs> Hey, I tell him, like, hey, listen. I was like, all right, well, come on down. Yeah. He was like, he goes, next time you're here, you could stay at my place if we win this fucking title. Because the whole time I was telling him, like, we're going to win the title. Don't yeah. Worry. Yeah. He was like, well, next time you're here for saying that, you could stay at my place. Like, oh, right. God. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. 
Chelsea, Chelsea two nil. Oh, what a day! Yeah, what and then and then we beat Porto four one. Got ourselves into the next round of the Champions League. Beat Cardiff City two nil. Beat Huddersfield five nil. The picture of Jeannie celebrating that goal is like one of my favorite. It things. is a great picture. What a photo, man! Bobby's like, in the background. As we look back too. on this yeah. season, you're gonna look back at that moment like, God. So here, here I wrote down general thoughts, and here were the the thoughts I wrote down as of recording. Top of the league. Top of the league, baby. That could change. Ninety-one to, points. Yeah, it could change tomorrow. Would win you the league, and I think like something like fourteen of the twenty-six seasons. Yeah, we were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were talking about this. And if the Reds end up winning every single game, regardless of or what 18, city, yeah. regardless of what city does, they will have beaten every other team except for last year's city. And if City wins the title this year, this yeah. year's city, as we said earlier. So yeah, it's Come on. it's an amazing Liverpool side. It's the greatest Premier League team of all all time. It oh. has a chance of being the greatest Liverpool team of all time. If it doesn't end up with titles, no one will entertain that fact. But if they do the double, I will get on my high horse and I will tell everyone far and wide that you this is the better, greatest Liverpool side ever. You better believe we're going to be unbearable. Yeah, we will. No, but <laughs> Just this, Jordan and I. It's, <laughs> but, like, you know, for me, like, you know, I've been supporting Liverpool for almost two decades now. Right? Never won the title in my lifetime. Since I've been born, Liverpool haven't won the title. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. No, Sorry, guys. It started before you. <laughs> No, I well, yeah, yeah. I was born the seat the first season after we won our last title, so it, oh, yeah. it is you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so like I haven't seen us win, win the title or whatever, and I always hear, you always hear these stories when you start getting into a team about the '70s and '80s and all that shite. Uh, well, not shite. I'm sorry, apologies, but like you know, all all those stories and like all, all that greatness, and you never got to see it. You always have to watch YouTube clips. You always have to like listen to the songs. I listen to my boss. Yeah, talk right? about What a legend, Kenny Dalglish. Right. And sends me clips from old cup finals. I know. And like, obviously, yes, that's the greatness that this club is built upon. But right now, we could be living in the midst of what is the greatest Liverpool team ever. Because no Liverpool team, other than the 2001 team and some team in the 80s, won a treble. Yeah. And not not very many, because we've only won five European Cups. Not very many have done the league and European Cup double. Very rare. So what you're seeing is yeah. incredibly rare. It I might, love our manager, yeah. man. I mean, it's like to to the way that we've built to this. Yeah, the, way, the fact that the culture around the club is what it is right now. The vibe around Anfield yeah. is amazing. I love the fist pump thing after every win. Yeah. Like, I like just, the one last night uh, yeah, against Huddersfield. Like oh no, no, there's a camera. I won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he's, people, are, I love that it bothers other supporters so much that he has this connectivity. I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah, right. Blame that on your cold ass yeah. manager that he doesn't come over to you and hey, thank you. Remember when every single one of you made a point to laugh at us after we drew West Brom and did? And the, he fucking thanked us. Now your team doesn't want to do it because every one of them thinks that you think that's yeah. stupid. So why yeah. would they do it? You're all like, that's stupid. Why would they thank the fans? Yeah. So you're, why would they thank the people that <laughs> fucking cause their yeah. wages to be paid and those, go out there and shout in their favor? Those every week. idiots. But now, a bunch but of you look at it now. We're like, so at that moment, people were willing to walk out of the stadium at two one when Liverpool were down with fifteen minutes left and be like, "This is fucked." Yeah. Now it's like nil nil, and Divock Origi's gonna head in a you know a ninety six minute. And you don't, don't want to leave because yeah. you want to be there for the post match. Yeah. Because you feel like it's that. gonna happen. Yeah. Like you know, there's something in the air. You just know. It's so much different going to the pub now than you know back in the day. It's a, it's. I mean, like when Rogers. we were oh, dude, when we were <laughs> fourteen, fifteen at four green fields, you and I were like. Just across the bar from each other, like, ugh, don't even want to talk about it. Just, yeah. <laughs> just close me out. I'm ready to go. Yeah, home. we can yell about these players that are shit, or we can just be uh, like, we can just, we can just do a car bomb and just cry <laughs> and leave. 
<laughs> now I walk into the pub and I'm like, oh, everything's amazing. Yeah, everybody's fucking stoked for kickoff. Literally, singing. the most upset I've been all year at the horse and jockey, and this is just, just my own fault. I don't even know why I went to watch, was after the United City game. That's oh, the most man. upset you I've been. Watch. <laughs> well, someone, I did it on my phone. Someone contacted me and was like, you want to go to the pub to watch the game? And I was like, actually, you know what? Just the, tr- the troll in me, right? Because they always show up for our games, the, yeah. the Manks over so, there. Uh, so I time. wanted to show up. No, not give them a hard time and like kind of cheer them on and be like, see, I'm setting a good example. When you come to watch our matches, cheer for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was pathetic, though. Let me tell you something. That I, was a fucking pathetic display. Not I'm even sorry. the display, but I'm at the pub. In this, it wasn't even like two minutes after it went 1-0, but like after the city on screen stopped celebrating, every single one of them, go on, city. They did a little go on city uh, cheer, and I was come like, on, man. and I literally stood up, and I was like, no faith in the team? Not a single come on United? Not a single I glory, glory? You know, and I could, look, I, Not a sing- I would never, I would never be willing to root against Liverpool's competitive interests for anything. Like, we didn't win the title, if we don't win the, like, it's, uh, let's reverse roles. We're United. We've been there. We've been that sixth yeah. place team pushing for top four. Look. Playing we Everton, yeah. Play Everton. We didn't win the title. You know why? Because we didn't fucking do the work. Yeah. I'm not going to actively root against our competitive interests because, oh, United might win the title. Yeah. That's their business. Yeah, whatever. They yeah. went out and did that. And I watched that shit for years. And the only time I ever fucking rooted against it was the final day when City won their first title. Yeah. And that was just because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was because it was funny. Yeah, it was. Right? Like, wow, what a fucking story. Yeah. They, they won it in the final minute. Yeah. And you, you know? guys are on the pitch applauding like, yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. it. They're we've celebrating. done it. <laughs> Yeah, then they had to turn around and, and see that. he's like, everyone off the pitch. Everyone yeah. off the pitch. It's just gone 3-2. Everyone That's off the, the pitch. That's the only reason. It wasn't because I actually, like, cared that much. Yeah. I, I celebrated it because I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. But other than that, like, all day, all I cared about was whether or not Liverpool won its final game. Yeah. And I think we were trying to finish, like, seventh. Yeah, something stupid some and awful shitty. Some fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, some terrible. <laughs> like, people, remember, second compared to, like, ninth. Um, yeah. You know, look, like, that's... <laughs> By far and away, like, you, just, you know, I think you have it in here. You have everything is great. No, no, at the last point I wrote, <laughs> yeah, I amazing. wrote 91 points, greatest all time, Barca semi, and then everything is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> everything is amazing. Because you know what? I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Like, last year, finished 25 points behind them. We are one point. Or actually, two points ahead of them at the moment. But if they went out we and we went out, one point you closed a 25 point gap down to one and they did the same thing yeah as when they set the record and were labeled the greatest team ever well no they, yeah. did, they were they'll finish two points off it yeah so they basically repeated the same task and we just closed that gap well just real quick just to like just i'm gonna say the stat again but just to round it out like once again if last year's city team doesn't exist this city team is on pace to set the record, for, set most the record for most points <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. Which like, is like a thing for me with like all these big teams like like cheering on City. It's like if you do that, you literally concede the argument of them being the greatest Premier League team of all time. Because there is no argument. They finished first all-time last year and second all-time the next year where it's like, oh, if we just didn't do what we did last year, this would be the greatest Premier League season of all time. Now you can't argue against it. The yeah. only way you can is if somehow Liverpool pips them to the, yeah, to the title. And, you know, from our perspective, too, like consider how you felt – at the beginning of last season, not this season, yeah, last season, yeah. we were like, "Oh, let's see if we can compete for top four again." 
Yeah. And last season was considered largely a success, right? Yeah. Finish fourth, go to a Champions League final. Woohoo! Yeah. So here you are in this season, and you come in with maybe a little bit higher expectation. But at any point, did you really tell yourself, yes, they have to win 30 games? Probably not. Like, well, I'll tell you this. If you're saying that Liverpool is going to win the title, it's not a scenario whereby Manchester City sets the point records if you just take away their last season, like, <laughs> where they basically do the same thing. Your scenario is like, well, City has a bit of a down beginning or maybe like in the middle of the season they go a yeah. bit south and they only finish with like 84, 85 points. Maybe then Liverpool can win the title. I look back on that first blog piece I wrote when I said Liverpool's going to bring us joy this season. What I said was I wanted to see us compete for a, a title, put up a real title challenge. Well, we've got that. Yeah, that's already done, accomplished. We've got that, right? Yeah. We keep putting the pressure back on them after every single game. So they've already fulfilled that wish. And now here we are playing Barcelona in the semifinal. The Anfield faithful is going to get to watch Lionel Messi. Yeah. Everything's I'm, amazing. Everything, everything is literally amazing. We are at the summit. Listen to the words those folks are saying. amazing. Yes. Uh, when they sing that uh, Porto Barcelona, who the fuck are you trying to kid? Yeah. We're the mighty Liverpool. We're going to Madrid. Yeah. That is such an elite mentality. No, yeah. Well, like, we, we just. We are back in that mix, baby. This is. Like, this, that's what I'm talking just to about. get everyone hyped up, you know? Even in my my own personal world, me and Laura did a song where we were talking about going to Madrid oh, for yeah. number six. Yeah. So, like, be on the lookout, folks. Be on the lookout. We're, <laughs> that one's dropping, what, Tuesday? Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Drop it Tuesday, yeah, I uh, said. Yeah, the wonderful Laura again with some musical talents. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, there's, there's a. And it's like an arrogance, but listen, folks, and I'm not of the opinion. People are always like, oh, don't be so arrogant as a football. Don't jinx shit. No. When your team Fuck is that. amazing. When, you, when your team's this good. Good, you you gotta believe. We are so amazing, folks. You could have started supporting Liverpool in 1990 and watched every single Liverpool team. This from is that the best time. one you've and seen. And this will be the best <laughs> one you've ever seen. You've only started watching, and, and if you've been with us for the whole lifespan of LFC Tampa Bay since 2008, this is better than anything since then. You know, if, okay, since if you know about that time, like, you know, like, dude, it has been ugly. At times. Ugly. And this is brilliant. amazing. Everything's amazing. And if you're upset, I just don't even... I guess we have to win the quadruple next year. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? No. If you're upset, I think we're getting to that point where... And it's like that piece that I posted on the Facebook from Paul yeah, Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're getting to this point where you kind of have to examine the kind of person that you are. Yeah. Because if you're not happy right now, you're really a glass half empty kind of Yeah, you are. Person. You know what I mean? It, doesn't, like, it really doesn't get better than this. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry. I'm, I just can't be that negative. Where yeah. when my team's in the European semifinal yeah. and pushing the greatest team of all time, yeah. this assembled with oil and blood money yeah. side, yeah, to their very limits. Yeah. <sighs> what more could you possibly ask for? Listen here, I I don't have very many like uh, metrics by which to measure whether some uh, an opinion about Liverpool is correct. But I'll say this: I was at that Man United City game on the on the midweek, and there was quite a bit of scousers in there. To be fair, <laughs> like not just Liverpool supporters, but actual just scousers. Oh. <laughs> Blue noses and just scousers. Yeah, well, like red, like reds and, and blues or whatever. And uh, there was this old, old man. He was probably like 75, 80, Liverpool supporter. And we were just talking before the match about it. United might have to win this or whatever. And I said that thing to him where I was I, – what I just said, I'm like, this might be the greatest Liverpool team of all time. But because they might end up trophyless, no one will talk about it. And he wasn't like – he didn't scoff or like shrug. He kind of just nodded his head and was like, yeah. And that's a guy who's seen everything. Like yeah. he's <laughs> No, and, and – uh, We remember get- Shank being like signed like you know what i mean we've got a, we've got a new fella who's hanging out at the pub uh he's a scouse fella and you know he gets it like he's kind of just like he's he's seen the teams down the years he's like this fucking group is incredible man yeah 
You just gotta appreciate, like... I mean, alright, if you've only been watching four years, just compare it to the last four yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. I don't know no, what else to say. That's what I'm you saying. Know? There's like, not a... No, there, like, no matter what you're comparing it to, if you're being honest, this is better than anything. I'm gonna be honest. I, you, we've watched the Premier League for years, right? So, go down the list of champions. Yeah. No, just yeah. Just the champions. Yeah. How many of them were this good? No. I mean, we just... I've seen champions that were shittier than this team. <laughs> we just equaled Manchester United's 91-point treble title-winning season. Fucking treble. <laughs> Considered one of the great teams of all time. Yeah, exactly. Martin Tyler creams his pants every time he talks about to it. To be honest, before all the mega TV contracts where every single club could go out and buy whoever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, let's be honest here. The competition in the Premier League's and the a way little we built stiffer. it and where we came from. Yeah. I mean, think about this. this that when Hicks and Gillette bought the club, the fucking CEO didn't have a computer. Yeah, no. On his desk. Yeah. They almost run us into bankruptcy. Yeah. And now we here then, we are. And now look at where we are in the last nine years. What a transformation. Yeah. I always call it a story, and I like to think that this this particular, this is a chapter ending. Whether we win the title or not, this is a chapter ending, and a new chapter is beginning. Yeah. And usually well, with chapters, there's a different vibe to the next chapter than the last chapter. And this last chapter probably begins when we win the Champions League in Istanbul, and there's now this like value and expectation to the club, and then Hicks and Gillette buy us, and it all goes down the shitter, and then it builds up to this point of, and this isn't climax, this is leading to the climax of the story that is the beginning of, of Liverpool coming into modern football. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, the Premier League era Liverpool. And look, yeah, the, the end of this chapter might be doing a ridiculous league double. League and European Cup double. And, and what does the next chapter hold? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't it's, know, man. But it's going but it's up. It's going to be up. Yeah, it's going up. It's not going down. We can finally close that chapter on Liverpool where it was false dawns, where it was just shooting ourselves in the foot. We're now doing things properly. From, you know, up at the top, Michael Edwards, FSG, all the way down to whatever Kiermaier and all those other guys are doing for fitness and, and the like, whole, the whole and lot. physio. Peplinder's game planning, the way him and Klopp Nutrition, everything. The way Klopp motivates, yeah. everything. I, everything down to just, like, what the players experience on a daily level. It, the vibe at Melwood. Yeah. Klopp talked about it in a recent interview I saw. It's just the vibe at Melwood is, like, everybody's, it's yeah, like a yeah. family. Everyone's happy. What more did you ask for? Yeah, no. What, Everything is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> right. uh, before Appreciate we, these yeah. moments, folks. Before we spend more and more time just lauding and heaping praise onto this Liverpool team, real quick, in the last window, we did get something wrong in the last podcast. Me and you, <laughs> me and you both said Kata. We were really off on yeah, this Yeah, we're one. like, Kata, let's just sit him down for the rest of the year. We're like, just you know, put him on the shelf and we'll get back to him next yeah. year. No, he comes uh, in. He no. starts scoring goals. Last yeah. last night, his <laughs> pressing was actually the most impressive part of his game. Yeah, and well, you know what? He's, he's moving the ball quick quicker now yeah he he's is. not carrying it so much there's moments where you need somebody to carry it but he's moving the ball at the right moments and it just looks like damn this guy fucking has found his footing in this side yeah and the way they celebrated his goal last night yeah everyone's just like, like ah! everybody, everybody's super happy for him like oh it's dude. like when your little brother scores you know yeah. everyone's like <laughs> yes oh even he can score on you that's how, sh- <laughs> that's how shit you are that should be worth two yeah right <laughs> exactly um but uh, another another person that's found their form again. We already talked about it. Jordan Henderson yeah, can't speak about it enough. One thing we did get right, and we talked about this: how this upcoming like last window of, of games was a chance for Mohamed Salah to reassert himself into the team. And well, holy shit! Uh, the winner against Tottenham, technically, 
Technically, <laughs> technically I'm going to give it he to him. He puts it there. Well, Whatever. That, you got to put it there. You got to make your own luck sometimes. That's the moment where the feeling for him changed and he started to become a ruthless goal scorer again. I think that was like a confidence True moment, that. even though he didn't get it. <clears throat> Southampton, he scores the game winner. Uh, against Chelsea, he scores that goal. Uh, he scores against Porto, and he sets up the first goal. Yep, and then he has a brace <clears throat> last night. Yeah, he scores two last night. Against Cardiff, he won a penalty. Yeah, which, I'm sorry, if you're saying it wasn't a penalty, you're an idiot. Just go watch <laughs> Just go watch all the coverage on Calvert-Lewin and Dejan Lovren. Yeah, and then, and then tell me yeah. that that's not a penalty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? You can't bear hug players, unfortunately. Uh, I believe as Sam Allardyce said after that moment, if you put your hands on the player in the box, that's what you got to expect. <laughs> Can I get a gravy pie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many foreigners. Yeah, yeah, too many more Englishmen. Ross <laughs> Barkley, I tell you what, worth every penny. Send him to Chelsea. Anyways, I love Bolton. Yeah, he's a big Bolton guy. That's when I I met I met Sam Allardyce when Bolton came up from the Championship in the Premier League while I was living over there. Oh, and man. I thought he's all right because I love JJ Ochoa. I don't know if you remember him. He was the Nigerian player for Bolton. He was he was class. He was he was like the Ronaldinho for Africa at one point. He was just amazing. He just did ridiculous things on the field. He wasn't like a full player where like he understood the game where to be defensively and all, to pass the ball. But when he yeah. was like doing techers, amazing. But yeah, Sam Allardyce, go fuck yourself. It was a penalty. You were right. <laughs> La- Salah is reasserting himself on the team, scoring goals, getting assists, leading goal scorer right now in the Premier League. <laughs> one by season the way. wonder. One season wonder. <laughs> It'd be amazing if we win the title and he finishes with the golden boot. I want Mane uh, to do it personally. And he wasn't in the team of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck was what that? Fuck was I guess that? we could talk. How does Edison yeah. get in over Allison? Are you joking? Should we talk about We'll talk about it right before the look ahead. We'll get into the team of the year stuff. We can even pull it up. You should pull it up real quick. I'll just, I'll just right. go. I'll, I'll breeze through this. Um, other player in form, Roberto Firmino. Uh, for a little bit there, before this little run-in, he was a little sloppy with play. But I think, you know, the – the title challenge and, you know, the Champions League push has kind of refocused him. And he looks really good. And then when he came on, he just scores a goal against Porto like he doesn't even care. Um, Fabinho, obviously, 100% fully settled himself. Uh, and he is num- now our number one six. Uh, so much so that Henderson is now able to play eight uh, box to box. You know how much I love Joel Matip. He has also been playing you know, supremely uh, amazing. I got to give Joel Mat- Matip some credit. <laughs> I, I eat a little bit of shit on this one. <laughs> Uh, the guy's been he's been solid as fuck. Right. And like I, I just <laughs> My favorite part of Joel Matip is just the meme shit that comes out or the, the gifts about him. Like the one of the tra- the yeah. the uh power walking lady. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like when Joel Matip sees six yards of space in front of him it's just someone on Reddit's going every direction. Someone on Reddit put him on like a centaur body with the yeah. centaur legs. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. Okay, absolutely. Oh, Joel, man, he's fucking. Yeah, I'm two for one. If we're being technical, you got Daniel Sturridge, right? Yeah. I've, I've, I know you turned on Jordan Henderson before the season, like towards the end of last season. But as you know me, I've been on Henderson's bandwagon like through the whole ordeal, and yeah. Joel Matip. So, like, okay, two for one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just for my pride, I know. Oh, yeah, right at the end, before we do get in this team of the year discussion, Allison twenty clean sheets. 20 clean sheets. That's the Debut season. record. It's his first season. He gets one more. He sets the record at Liverpool. L- imagine when he, he gets settled. Golden Glove. Come imagine on. when he gets settled. Well, is right. he guaranteed Golden I mean, he, he has go- to be. Come on. Man. No, he has two, so many more clean sheets than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. I don't know how Ederson gets in this fucking team. No, so for me, it's him. like Ederson didn't have, like, isn't that much noticeably better than 
than Allison. And so for me, it's like on this one, I think you have to revert to the stats. And you have to. All the stats point to Allison. Other than assists, point to Allison. Other than assists, which yeah. is not exactly a, a measurement no, exactly. of goalkeepers. No. So, yeah, I think Allison should have definitely been the keeper of the year. Okay. And then the, we got Robbo in, we got Trent in, we got Van Dyke in, right? Yep. Mane got in. Mane got in, that's the four. And so we didn't get a single midfielder. Not a single midfielder. Understandable. But somehow Paul Pogba gets in. Yeah, if Paul Pogba's not in there, but here's the thing for me. I don't think we're like number two after Paul Pogba. Because all our, our midfield's been pretty fluid, so no one's been allowed to like no, really, yeah, really no, shine. I Actually, if I if, if I had to pick one, you know, you know, I think you could have put like James Madison in there, maybe. Maybe. He's if been, we're being honest. If we're being honest, yeah. like the kid's been really, really good. I think Pogba got in there just because the voting happened around that time where Ole came in and they played every single bottom side and he scored a few goals and got some assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you turn you know, it... Yeah, it's the fucking FA. Gonna, there's going to be a United player in if, the mix somewhere. If you're carrying the load for United, people across British football are going to go, well, then he's doing something, right? Mm, he must be class because yeah. it's Manchester United. He's he, carrying them to yeah. sixth. And he's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what an accomplishment. What a man. Yeah. Uh, and then, so yeah, the only, yeah, I think Salah should be in there because he's the leading fucking scorer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, the front three is Sterling, Aguero, Mane. It's no, hard Mane, to argue. I'm not arguing. But it's hard and to I'm argue against arguing all of Sterling. it. No, I don't, not, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, it's tough to accept Salah not being in there. And, like, look, Sterling is going to win certain awards as he should. Uh, I know that there's a lot of our fan base that can't stand him. I don't think now at this point in time that you can have too much wrong with Raheem Sterling. You got to let it go, man. Given that everything that he said for the reasons why he was leaving Liverpool were valid reasons at the time, no matter how much they want to upset us. And let's be honest, Raheem Sterling is turning out to be an absolute wonderful human being. The way he's dealt with all the racism shit this year has really been... Like you can't help but applaud him. I mean, let's talk about the fact that he's he has faced the full brunt of the English media for all of the shortcomings of oh, England and the way at the that World he's Cup. treated by the media yeah. in that country and the way he deals with it. Is and like he never fantastic. got recognition before this season, really, because his finishing wasn't on par and all this shit. And he's obviously gone and worked on that. Yeah, and he's oh. become a pretty good finisher. Like the kid plays his nuts off. He's you know, all yeah. right, I, it sucks he doesn't play for us anymore, and that. But at the time when he left, he had every reason just, to leave. Like the other, the thing the other night where he says no one wants them to win the league or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, first of all, when he says I don't want Liverpool to win the league, well, yeah, because it would come at his expense. Yeah, exactly. That so makes that's sense. really not much of a surprise. Yeah. And then when he says I don't think anyone wants that. He's basically making a joke about what we're always talking about, which is that no one wants us to win this fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. So like, how surprising is it? It's actually kind of funny when yeah. you think about it. Like, I, I don't mind that he said it. Yeah. It's because he's right. Like, no one does yeah. want us to win the league. And then a lot of people got upset at him for who he voted for for Player of the Year. Was, um, it, who, was it himself? Oh, did you see this? Okay, so they BT Sport did, like, a segment somewhere where they I asked. Know Virgil voted no, for No, they him. asked Van Dyke first, like, who'd you vote for? And he's like, who do you think I voted for? And they said Raheem Sterling. He's like, that's correct. Yeah. And they're like, that's interesting. Some people might think you'd vote for someone else since it's kind of between you two. He's like, I don't do that. I don't vote politically. I just vote for who I think is best. I can't vote for my own players, so I voted for him. So then they go ask Raheem Sterling. They go, who'd you vote for? He goes, Harry Kane. And the announcer, oh. the announcer goes, really? That's interesting. He goes, why is that? He's like, you want to know who Virgil voted for? He goes, 
who? He goes, he voted for you. He goes, no. He goes, well, we voted like two weeks ago. I can't remember who I voted for. <laughs> I just found it endearing that he had an embarrassed oh, moment where he's like, that, oh, shit. By the way, that reminds me of a story. And uh, I, that, I'm going to give you the equivalent of that in a social context. And it happened while we were over there. And I'm sorry, Shady. I'm putting you under the bus here because it it's a funny fucking story. <laughs> Right? And he, he lives in Saudi Arabia. He doesn't have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> We're at the gin fest, right? Yeah. Someone rips ass. It is awful. It is disgusting. We're in this huge crowd of people. <laughs> and the four of us, are, it's me, Crystal, Declan, and Shady. And we're all looking at each other. We're going, dude, who the fuck farted? And Shady just goes like, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, dude, seriously? We're like, oh, what is going on? I was like, you're fucked up ass. Like, holy shit. I was like, it shit smells terrible. You, just, you need to go wipe. You need yeah. to go wipe. So we're like, we're cracking jokes on it. But then he goes, no, nah, it wasn't me. I, I thought you farted. I was covering for you because, you know, Crystal's here. So I'm like, don't give me that shit. You farted. Yeah, don't try to. <laughs> you thought you were covering for yeah, me in my ass. Don't try that's to, what yeah. that was. That's that. That's yeah. Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, well, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, no, I thought I was doing you a favor. <laughs> yeah, and it was announced, right? Van Dyke won. Van Dyke yeah. is the player, of the, the PFA player of the year. Yeah. It's funny, we were uh, in a group text the other day, and I was like, oh, they ought to win PFA player of the year, too. And everybody's like, that's what he just won. I was like, I don't know. What, uh, What's like, player's player? Whatever, yeah. the, whatever the one the media votes on. Yeah. That's what he ought to, but he's not going to get that one. The, uh, player Raheem, football, PFWA or something, yeah, Football Writers Association. The, the, the Writers Association yeah. one. That's what I meant. But yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, like, he ought to get that one too, but Raheem's going to get it for the racism stuff. We'll see. I, I think. And you know what? He, he's, he deserves he does, it. he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, he deserves it's it. Fine. I'm not going to. So, I'm yeah, not, for that team of the year, yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue against the front. Three at the time, probably when they voted, Sergio Aguero was top of the scoring charts. And yeah, yeah, exactly. He was, yeah. he was, because it was before hey, Salonets too. Newsflash: most of the players in the Premier League are English, so they're gonna vote for the English guy. You yeah, know? it's that's just, true. It's just how it works. Um, but yeah, so let's, so that's that's that. I was happy for Rabo though, because oh, yeah. absolutely, well, I think he's the left best left back on the continent. I think he's <laughs> the best left back in the world. Probably, yeah, he's the best left back. I'm just in the gonna world. say it. And he is. We have the best fullback combo in the world as well. Uh, what are we up to now? 20 assists between the 23. two of them? 23 assists between the two of them in all competitions. 20 in the Premier League. If Andy Robbo can get That's two more ridiculous. Ass- get one more assist, I think he sets the record for defender having an assist in a season. That's insane. And that he- cross to Mane yesterday for the second was just absolutely amazing. You know, he beat. got relegated, you know, that Andy Robbo. He did. He did he get did. relegated. He so so don't relegated. heap too much praise on him. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, but, yeah, so Virgil van Dyke, real quick to wrap up, looking back. Player of the year, uh, as voted by the players. And, uh, yeah, um, Andy Robbo setting records. So let's get into it. Looking ahead. Here's the fixtures. Let's, yeah, let's look ahead now. This is the, the main past. event. <laughs> this is what you all came here for. Everyone should be absolutely fucking amped for the next month of football. Half a month. Two weeks. Half a month. Hopefully more. Hopefully, quick. yes. So, abs- okay, so t- we're recording this Saturday. Six o'clock. We're gonna go to the Rowdies game after this. Come on, you Rowdies! But more important than that, we got an hour and a half. We should yeah. be able to tie this up. Let's by be on- yeah, right. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, first, we play Barca on Wednesday, three p.m. That's the first of May. It's a new month. It's new beginnings. New dawns. It's springtime. Get out there to the pubs. Come on. Come on. All right. I actually do. I want to say to everybody who's still listening, I want like we need like get out there. Yeah. Barca. It doesn't get bigger than that, man. 
Like, get out there. Listen. Come out. Look, get out of work. Call out. Use a vacation day. Do what you got to do. We'll call in sick. Yeah. Figure it out. Be at the pubs. Let's set a fucking tone. Yeah. Let's properly do this semifinal because, man, it doesn't get more special than playing Barcelona in a Champions League semifinal. This is what you want. This is why you're a footy fan. Last year, you sat at home. You sat in your office streaming it, and you said to yourself, I wish I was at the pub for this. Exactly. When we were up 5-2 on Roma, blown, you were like, why did I not go to the pub? And the universe just said, really now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you said you wanted to go. No, this is two legs. (laughs) I want you to try to make plans for both of them because they're both going to be special, and we're going to do this. But I've been looking forward to having a proper chance at Barcelona ever since we've been uh, yeah i was actually gonna say you just want to go straight in no 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 let's, okay. let's get the rundown and let's uh, let's touch on the league because i feel like barca is the meaty stuff here it's the meaty stuff yeah. for sure okay so barcelona first of may 3 p.m wednesday then we have newcastle's been moved back because Klopp got in the media and said listen here i need this match moved and they moved it so do we have a weird 2.45 kickoff? 2.45 p.m., folks. On a Saturday. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. You can go out and get hammered Friday night and be recovered by the time Amazing. this thing kicks off. Amazing. This is – you can get everything you need to get done for the weekend before this match even kicks exactly. off. I'm going to mow my lawn in the morning. I'm going to do all the, all the shit. Exactly. <laughs> you have so much time. Not even a 12.30, a 2.45 kickoff on a Saturday in Newcastle. That's the 4th of May. We then have the second leg at home at Anfield Tuesday, the 7th of May. 3 p.m., and then, of course, the last day, Championship the Sunday, day. the 12th of May, 10 a.m., against Wolves. All the matches on that Sunday, of course, kick off at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m., yeah. But we'll, we'll be on either, what, NBC Sports or what's the other? Or, or Main NBC. CNBC, yeah. No, they'll probably put us on Main NBC. Yeah, probably. One of the two. It'll Dep- be one of the two. Depending on the situation, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, whoever's ahead yeah. going in will be on Main NBC, and the other one will get NBC Sports. So let's, so. yeah, we, let's bring it to that discussion then. Will we be ahead? Will, won't we be ahead? Do City drop The league points. mega discussion? Yes, the know? league mega discussion. <laughs> Two city drop points. Here's their matches. I have held. Okay, yes. Yes, first real quick. Here's their matches. Sunday tomorrow, they play Burnley. Don't know what time. Burnley away at... uh, Don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't want to watch it because it just... It's too tense. (laughs) And it's not even Liverpool. It's not even Liverpool. I get more tense watching City than I do getting watching... It's a 9 a.m. It's it's 9.05 kickoff. Yeah. I'm like, do I want... No. You just want to wake up and know. Yeah, I'm like, I should just stay in bed. I should just stay in bed and kind of... I, I bought for five pounds uh, Make Us Dream, the story of Liverpool's 13-14 season that, the, that John Gibbons and Neil Atkinson wrote. I bought that at the club store. Okay. And I'm like, maybe I'll just sit in bed and read that yeah, until yeah. the game's over. Yeah. Because I don't actually want to know. Do I? So I was out in Colorado for uh, the Porto up into the Cardiff City match. I had to watch the Cardiff City match in an airport on on a stream on my phone, freaking out everyone at the gate. They were just like, what is because when when Genie scored, I gave it a proper like stand up, and <laughs> give it this, and everyone's like, okay, this weirdo head to toe and, and soccer stuff, whatever. No one cares. No one on this flight cares that you have Liverpool socks, Liverpool shoes, Liverpool <laughs> shirt, and a Liverpool jacket. No one cares, Jordan. I care. I care. Um, oh, I forgot what I was even talking about with the. With the with <laughs> no one cares that you're secure. Oh no! Pet. Sorry. No. No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> So I was out. I was out for the Tottenham City match, uh, okay. the league game. Yeah. Like it was at five thirty in the morning uh, oh, yeah. on four twenty. Which you know, I was in I, the Norwegian lounge. Yeah, at I, Gatwick. Yeah, I needed proper rest for the day that was ahead of me, so I couldn't be getting up at five thirty in the morning. And I just woke up to see like penalty decision goes against Tottenham. City wins one nil, and I was like, if I had watched that live, I would have been very upset, tense, sweaty, uh, and just bothered at five o'clock in the morning. So not. I watched it. the highlights later. 
later and like Tottenham actually had plenty of chances. No, yeah, they should. They could have won. They Sun, won the Sun was. One, I swear to God, if I just look, if I could buy one player, yes, exactly. If Sun. I could buy one fucking player, it'd be Sun. Sun. Dude, I want Sun. I want Tottenham to go for fifth, finish fifth, lose the final, sell a Sun. Yeah. I want all of that. <laughs> all that I to want happen. Because I love that guy. Yeah. yeah, he's like my favorite Tottenham player by no, he is. far. Like, I don't. The rest of them can fuck. Right I don't off. even dislike him. I dislike most of the other Tottenham players. I just, do. just. For, I, I can't stand Harry Kane. Deli Ali can fuck off. Yeah. But like Christian Eriksen's pretty good. I don't mind him. But Della, but Son, man. Yeah, Son's, Son a, is Son's proper. Unreal. I like the and I like what the I just like the story too of the yeah. having almost losing his right to citizenship. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an amazing come from behind underdog story. Like played his way in the yeah. <laughs> you see the picture of him in the locker room after uh, South Korea wins that title, yeah. and he's just bawling. And he's you realize bawling. number one, he's overjoyed. Number two, he's like thank. Fuck! <laughs> my career isn't over <laughs> just for this weird loophole or like i don't have to defect from uh, my country anymore kids. but anyways so yeah anyways i didn't have to watch the the city match i gar- i recommend not watching it you know some of you out there are masochists and the like and you know it probably will be great if and when they do drop points against Look, burnley I'll, just I'll, to I'll watch say this. it i'll say this uh, you've seen, you've probably seen this floating around, but Burnley has beaten the defending champion every season they've been in the every league. season they've been in the league since like 2010. Uh, Sean Dyche is a childhood Liverpool fan who has highlighted meeting Kenny Daglish as one of the great moments of his life. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wanted Brendan Rodgers uh, to do it, but now I'm on the so- Sean Dyche train. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Burnley away, and you know, like Jurgen Klopp said in his press conference yesterday, uh, I never enjoy our trips there. Yeah, <laughs> no. So yeah, if you remember like, at the beginning it's of this very season, very difficult. To Jurgen go Klopp there. told the Anfield rap and Paul Machen of the Redman that TV, it was his favorite fixture of last season because we won at the death with that at the death. Ragnar Klavan headed. Yeah, Ra- Lovren to Lovren to Klavan. Yeah, the, the fucking duo header. Yeah, but they did. That's the way it is, and like Burnley. Yeah, come on, man, and they're like, in a good turn of form right now. I think they've won. I think it's eight of ten or something like that. So in their last three, they've won two, and they drew Chelsea, and they gave Chelsea hell. They just gave yeah, them yeah, hell. you're right. They've taken ten of the last twelve points, yeah. and they, they only dropped two to Chelsea. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So look, if they've got a shot, I'm not giving up. I ain't giving up hope until no. like Klopp says. And we don't even need to lose. We don't even need to lose. Just draw. Need to draw. That's just it. Draw. Just take a draw. Nil nil one one. Other it. team goes up one nil quick, and they just don't have and enough then, at the end. That's it. They sit on it, and yeah, yeah sure. Leroy Sané gets one to draw them level, but then they can't find the second. That's all you need. That's it. But if that doesn't get them, there's another story that up I've been next, hoping for. He, Lester. Why City. would you leave a team in the middle of? Guaranteed, you're gonna win your third straight Scottish Premier League title. There's gotta be a reason. There's a reason for everything. There's a reason, folks, and it's because Leicester City, in the penultimate game of the season, plays Manchester City, and Brendan Rodgers is finally going to deliver Liverpool a fucking title. So here's here's the story that I like in my head. Here's the story that I keep playing in my head. Like this is the scenario: they draw Burnley, right? Yeah. They lose to Leicester, and we already have won the title. We've won the title on the final day. (laughs) I've been playing it out in my head. Believe me, I've been playing it out in my head. I've been. Oh, oh yeah, man. and we go into the Wolves game, and we were like all shitting the bed, like, oh, what if we get to beat Wolves, and it gets a little tense? Because Wolves on the final day is tense, and it doesn't even matter. That's tense, and we're just Daniel Sturridge is out there, and he scores five goals. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. So when, to let you all know, okay, so yesterday Daniel Sturridge appears on the starting team sheet. I'm like. Fuck me. He's going to get five goals <laughs> just so I have to do bar mat shots. Guaranteed. 
<laughs> oh, he didn't look too good to be honest. <laughs> no, nah, he really didn't. He doesn't bring much to the game these days. Oh, it didn't. It didn't go. I mean, but we were playing Huddersfield. Yeah, we didn't need to. Yeah, whatever. You know, give you know, give Bobby really a break. At, you're really looking at down the line. Yeah, but like, so, so Dream World is yeah. They draw Burnley this tomorrow, and then they, and they lose, lose to Leicester. Leicester. We win both, and we walk into Wolves not needing shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, you bottled the fucking league, lad. <laughs> City bottlers. <laughs> oh, that would be the best. Oh, and you God. never know. That's the thing. You never know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I look. Don't... I, if we need to, if we need a result, just getting any result. Like, so if they draw, no, if they lose one game, let's yeah. say they. So let's say they beat Burnley, but they lose to Leicester. Yeah, a draw on the final day could win us the league if if we make up the goal difference against Newcastle, which uh, at this point yeah, is three goals. Which isn't crazy. It's not crazy. Where you're asking us to beat Newcastle 4-0, which we did once this season already. Especially if they <laughs> lose a game. Exactly. If they lose, because then the goal differential will go down anyways. Yeah. So you're at, so at this point, anything is still possible. you got to believe. Now, I will say this. If it comes down to that final day, it's going to be a tough one because Wolves play up to their up or down to their competition. They're a very good side. They're probably going to finish seventh. They just beat the pants off Arsenal the other day. I mean, they're a very good side. So. Yeah, and then we also have Newcastle away, keep in mind. Yeah, although, you know, I, I told the fellas on a group text the other day, I was like, look, Rafa's going to send them out. John Joe's going to pick up. He's going to start John Joe. He's going to get a direct red card. He's just going to. No, he's going to. Like, there's going to be a, a Salah shot, and he's going to bat it down with his hand. <laughs> no, I like this better. <laughs> he just walks up right at the like right at the handshakes, and as he's walking by the referee, just slaps him across <laughs> the face and then walks down the tunnel. <laughs> He just, yeah, they're doing the handshakes, and it comes to his turn to shake the referee's hand, and he just right. smacks I've him. I've got him having a handball save off the line. We convert the <laughs> Milner converts the penalty, and he's gone. I was like, and if the game is somehow still in doubt after 60 minutes, he sends on Javi Manquillo, yeah. who goes straight two studs up, but doesn't make any contact, but gets red carded for it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> just boots the ball into the back. Just boots the ball into the Javi Manquillo, whatever it takes. Like I look, I think we'll beat Newcastle. We're just a really good side, and I, I I don't see Newcastle being the team that slips us up. You know, I just can't. I can't. And you know, I Rafa just comes in. He goes to the dressing room. He goes, look, lads, you barely survived relegation. You're actually pretty fucking shit. This Liverpool team's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he just pl- he just you know ruins their confidence. Yeah. Not so much blows the game. Just like because look, gets they're into safe. Them. They're yeah. already safe. They cannot be relegated. Exactly. So he's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I think, I, look, I know everybody's like, Raph was a consummate professional and everything. Yeah, but I still think we're going to win that game. Did you hear what he said? He's like, if we if we win the game, uh, everyone will be mad at me. Like, why didn't you help us out? Yeah, and if like, we lose the win. game, everyone will win. say, you just helped Liverpool out. Yeah. He's like, I can't win, so whatever. <laughs> now, nah, look, I, I honestly think that uh, we'll win that game. It's just Everything's going to come down I to... I think we'll win the last two games. I think we will. Well, you know, look, we went to Wolverhampton on a, a cold, wet night in December and we beat them there. And I think we will do the same at Anfield in the sun. Yeah. We're about to get into it. Um, and if not, Connor Cody will yeah. 
ensure no, but that I, we do. I, I think, <laughs> I think per, we'll get into it, but I think we're going to get past Barca. And then at that point, that's like just like last year, we had that last hurrah send-off before we went to play a Champions League final. It's just going to be just like that atmosphere and that feel. Yeah. And this team's not, you know, solid. Well, and the amount of people that are going over. Yeah. Like the atmosphere around Anfield. It would be lucky if the team bus gets there. Because yeah. No, there will be so many people over gonna, there. I, it's like I cannot believe the chatter online. Yeah, about people going people back home. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, just in case you never... I had, you never I had someone call me like, is there any way you can get us tickets to the club? I was like, no. Like, well, I'm going anyway, so I'll be in town. And I told I them... There's a bunch of people that I know like through Twitter or whatever, and they're all like, I mean, I'm just going. I'm just going to find a pub. Yeah. Like, I'm just and if they crowd. win, then it's going to be the greatest Great. party of all time. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, well, or, there's a bunch of people like, how can I get tickets to the Boss Night stuff? How can I get tickets to you know Concert Square or whatever? Like, People are just looking for any party in Liverpool that day. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's going to be wild, man. So, yeah, and then obviously on the last day, uh, City have Brighton. So even if it does go to the last Who day. Who might be... Fighting, fighting well, for survival. Pep came out and he said in his post match after City, he says he he hopes Brighton is safe by the time they play them. Yeah, because they're going to be desperate. Yeah, and they will park the bus just to get a draw, just to get nil nil, and yeah. that's all we would need at that point. That's all we'll need. Oh, I can just I, I can already so see do it. Do not give up hope. Is the point? It's nil nil. It's one one against Wolves, eighty eighth minute, and we're like, wow, they gave us the chance, but we're not going to do it. And then it's just Sadio Mane to win the Golden Boot. He just smashes <laughs> it, and we just lose our minds. Ah! And it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing gotta, ride to the finish, folks. Like all the negativity after United lost to him, and like everybody just throwing in the towel. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. We didn't come this far to throw in the towel. Now, no, stay in there. No, hang in. Exactly. We can still win this thing. I I I wrote prepare ourselves for falling short, but we've already covered most of this throughout the pod. Yeah, we're we're one point back when we were 24, 25 back. If City wins their game in hand, uh, if we're talking about bottling, Spurs bottled it. Yeah. Spurs had the Chelsea title in their it. hands. Chelsea bottled it. Arsenal bottled it. Man United, who finished second last year, they bottled it. They had a horrible season. We're gonna finish probably if we win our last two games with the third highest point total. Second, if City does not win the title. Right, so we'll have the second highest point total if we win the title this year in the history of the Premier League. We'll have the highest point total in the history of Liverpool. So if we fall short, we we we've stepped forward. That's all that matters. You put in here. Sometimes you have to hold your hands up. Yeah, you do. Sometimes you have to go. Look, you won ninety eight points. That's incredible. If they if they win out thirteen games in a row, which is the third longest win streak in the history of the Premier League, tied for third. Yeah, yeah you got to hold your hands up. That's that's ridiculous. We've only lost once. We lost Once. one time. One time to them. City last year lost <laughs> lost three times. Yeah, we lost once. And I know we took maybe too many draws or whatever, but like people will go, well, you know, and it's been pointed out that the day that we went behind was a draw to Everton. Like, yeah, but a, a draw in the Derby is not like the worst thing. It's not. Uh, a draw away to Manchester United Look, is not the worst thing. Like most seasons, you'll be like, "Oh, okay." It could come down to the fact, that, yeah, we drew West Ham and City did a double over West Ham. City could lose to Leicester City, have gotten zero points against Leicester City, and we will have gotten four points, right? And then is a draw bottling it? No, yeah. it's not. No, that's no. literally the difference. Yeah, they lost three games in four matches. If they end up losing, as we're going to go back to that point in time and go, well, this is where City bottled the league. They lost to a relatively... Oh, they're, they're, they're going to be dealing with their own demons. Relatively shit Chelsea they're gonna side. Go, they're going to go back and they're going to go, oh, well, you know, we blew it here. We they lost to Leicester. Yeah. Shouldn't have lost to Newcastle. Yeah. Right? But it is what it is, man. That's the league. That's why it's tough. But So, yeah, if we do fall just a little bit short, 
just remember, it's it's a step forward. This is the beginning. This isn't Luis Suarez carrying the team. This isn't J- Hicks and Gillette. That was Suarez's point. And going back to that Guardian article, he yeah. said everybody knew it was now or never. It was yeah. do or die. We yeah. had to do it this time. There wasn't going to be another time. Yeah. He was like, this. I look at them now. They're built for this. And he's right. Like, this isn't a one-off. We're going to be fine. Yeah. We'll be doing this again next year. Yeah, next season. Uh, or the year after that. Or the year after that. We will be challenging for the title. And I'm just going to say, yeah, I said it last podcast. I expect us to win the league next year. That is the expectation. No, and look, we'll all have that thought, right? And it's okay. You can hold yourselves to that next year. But for this one, man, just continue to yeah. enjoy this ride because it's fucking epic. Last point before we get into the Barcelona. What a season can't even put it into words you know i was going back and i was looking at it and i was like i was looking at all of our writing yeah that we've done for the blog the stuff i've done for Redman, and i'm like man it's been interesting because I, i've not chronicled most seasons the way that we have this year yeah like we have a steady progression of the of the feeling changing and yeah. like the total mentality around the some club. of the pieces that we've published like where you just like you can sense yeah like yeah what was happening at that moment and I, it's been an interesting ride like, yeah man I, and, of course, we had the development with the pubs, you know, and we opened a St. Pete branch. We had a second Tampa branch. And, and to see the new faces that have come in through that and, yeah. like, all the just different stuff that's happened. For me going over and seeing that, that it's just been, like, what a season, man. I, it's, it's probably the most memorable of the last, certainly the last few, but I would say probably the last ten. Oh, in the history of the Supporters Club, this is the best season. Oh, it's the best season. Because 05 yeah. happened out of the blue, and that's kind of like like the birthings of it happening. But yeah, because was, we weren't really we weren't formal yet. Yeah, it was just some guys. Yeah. And, like, I wasn't even there for even, that. Even 2006, 2007, we yeah. were to Athens. But we're not formal yet. Like, yeah. It's just a collection of, of so people. So we started 08, 09 when we finished second. And there were some memorable moments in that, and it was a really fun it was time. A, yeah, because it was, yeah, cause it was that's actually. That's the 4-1 United de- game. That's the 4-0 Real Madrid stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I, I have, and that was when we were like official. Yeah, I have the club had recognized us. I have vivid memories of that season, but like, yeah, there's nothing I can I can still remember how I felt when Daniel Sturridge curled in that 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 goal. I can remember how I felt when Riyad Mahrez skied it at Anfield, and oh, it's man. all it's like a one long Dude, Bobby, Bobby Locker, Firmino against I, I, PSG. There's like an endless like trail of moments where you're just <laughs> like, oh, Shaq Shakiri's double against. Oh, and Man we've United. had a lot of, um, you know, like. Divock Origi, right? You have like that picture of Mark. Yeah, we have you know the our, Bobby Firmino chant. The Bobby the Bobby Firmino chant. We had uh, the Christmas party was great, and yeah, you, you know there's a lot of memories around that. Like we beat United three one the next day. Yeah, and everybody gets together. And actually, if you look at the Pokies Facebook group page, it's because a bunch of us from London Heights went over there and like got in with them, and we all made this big thing and held up the Christmas banner. It was it was a lot of fun, right? Yeah, and then like you know you have. Um, Tottenham, I'm like, I'm serious. I got to fucking get the security camera. It was was just ridiculous. Like, there was people, like, I'm pretty sure a couple people were like, that's technically sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll let it slide just just, as one time. I don't really care right now. Yeah. Yeah, There was all kinds of shit going on. And just, like, you go through this season and, man... I almost want to make like a montage of it or something. Yeah, right. Like I, if with we do- Green Day behind it. I hope you had the time oh, of your <laughs> life. <laughs> That's the how it's gotta be. That would be the best because the Anfield rap guys keep going. 
These are the best days of our lives. No, they are. They really they are. are. They really are. This is as good as it gets, folks. It's going to be really hard to it's compete so with this. so much fun. Especially if we end up winning both trophies. It's going to be impossible. No, because the bar will be so high. To ever reach this level again. Yeah, no, and, and next season, even if like we do... You'll like, have expectations. Yeah. And, you know, like... No, it's, this is as good as it gets, really, in a lot of ways. This is a lot like 13-14, where it, it, it kind of has come out of the blue. And, like, the thing about 13-14 is, like... Because you're going through it, and the t- and and the margins are so thin, it's like, are we going to do it? It's not really wrapped up, and then it ends up deflating at the end. You don't, you never really got the proper opportunity to look back at it and be like, wow, that was like an incredible time leading up to it, like beating City three two. I remember being at the pub, and it was just like packed, like a hundred people were in there. There was no seating room, and it would like yeah. when Coutinho scored, everyone went and crazy. I, I wish that we had been doing like the blog back then to talk about like the way that that felt, because when I describe it to people now. It doesn't make as much sense. No, because of how it ended. Like because of how it ended, and because of the context. Like we're not at Four Green Fields. A lot of people who have joined us since they don't even know. Yeah. What that felt like. Yeah. And you know, there's just a lot of stuff that went, that happened. But I'm glad that we're like kind of chronicling these moments. And I, I would encourage anybody. Look, look. If you have something to write, or if you have photos to share, or videos to share, send them to us. Do it on the Facebook. Do it whatever. We'll fuck. We'll share your stories. We'll do whatever. We'll work with you because like. It has been a special season, and these don't come around all the no, time. No, yeah, I mean, I was like, like I, like I said earlier, I've been a supporter for twenty years. This is the greatest Liverpool team I've ever seen. Usually, you know, like in 05, you were going into games against Juventus, like, well, if somehow, some way, we hold on by the skin <laughs> of our teeth, you're going against Chelsea. In 05, like, I was just. I didn't know that much. In 08, 09. I was, I was along for the ride. We I were chasing care. down United, and it probably was unlikely, and it ended up being unlikely because of fucking Machida or whatever yeah. the hell his no, name and, is. Well, and that, that, they just had that feeling about <laughs> yeah, right? them, right? Like, they were that team at that time. And then 13-14 was just out of nowhere and just, like, this magical moment. And that team, in, in nine out of ten seasons, finishes seventh. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> no. And then the one Seriously, season, no. it wins everything. Seriously, though. <laughs> it went on a 14-game win streak, won every game in the spring right you know like it just it was just one of those things and then we built up and collapsed all those times and I, yeah like you said sitting at the pub with you across from the bar just like let's not talk about it yeah to have just. that to have that follow-up and like yeah it just you know we've been on this journey for a long time and i really feel like this season is this special moment win or lose i know everybody wants to win it i want to win it too yeah i want to win it like <laughs> like no one's business yeah like <laughs> It's the like, only thing. I've seen everything else in my own eyes. It gives me chest pains yeah. how bad I want to win it. But you know what? Like, it's just been a special ride either way. Yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. Regardless. If we win, I will be like, you know, I'll never be able to have an orgasm that matches the feeling again. <laughs> but if we don't, I'll be pretty satisfied still. I'll still yeah. be like, you know what? We were epic this year. Yeah, so anyways, aside from the league, of course, let's get into it. Barcelona. There's some questions we have about Barcelona. Um, Yeah. We finally get to do it. I've wanted to do it since we were in the competition last year, since Phil Coutinho left for Barcelona, since Luis Suarez left for Barcelona. Well, and on a tactical level, you've been talking about us versus Barcelona for a while, yeah. about how like you feel confident. Yeah. I feel like I feel we'll break like, that down a bit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, I I've the first thing to remember about this particular Barcelona side, and this is the thing I was thinking about today the most. Uh, preparing for the pod is how we need to remind ourselves that even though Lionel Messi is amazing and he still has those moments within him to do the incredible and take over games and win matches this is not that Barcelona side this isn't Xavi this isn't Iniesta this isn't Puyol 
Um, they haven't always looked good in their look, own they, league. They they beat Roma. What was it? Three one at home, and then got knocked out three yeah. nil or four nil, whatever the hell it was. Last season, yeah. Right. Um. I mean, like the year before that, they had to like like claw their way back against PSG, as magical and like you know Lionel Messi esque that was. Um. My whole point is, is that. You know, they don't want to play us just as much as we might be feeling a little bit nervous about playing them. And for me, I've wanted to play them for three or four seasons, ever since Jurgen Klopp showed up. I like what Klopp said yesterday. What did he say? I didn't he see. He said, uh, you know the best thing about playing Barcelona? You're never the favorite. Yeah, it is great. Because we love being the underdog. That's where yeah. we, th- we thrive yeah. on being the underdog. Yeah. He's going to enjoy this. He's like, fuck it, let's go there. Let's have some fun. Yeah, this will be this will be let's be us. So here's the tactical thing that will be interesting to see, because Barcelona is still very much a team that has attacking fullbacks that like to come up the pitch. They have those central midfielders that that play in the middle. And then really, it's like the central back, kind of like what we do, where the center backs open up and then the six drops in. Right. Yeah. Now, they leave a lot of space on the wings for the most part. Um when they play those types of systems, it's just that in La Liga and usually who they play in the Champions League don't have the type of players to exploit that space. Now, everyone knows, and everyone's been saying it every time they've come up against Liverpool in the Champions League in the last two or three years, or no, last two years, not three years, two years, is that we are the best in transition and we're the best countering football team in the world. Now, it'll be interesting to see. Does Barcelona's arrogance precede itself in that they have the first leg at New Camp? They'll feel like we want to go to Anfield with an advantage. We've got to come out and attack. Because if it is, there's going to be a lot of opportunity in behind for Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, and Bobby Firmino. And what it becomes is Firmino, Salah, and Mane versus Busquets, PK, and Umtiti. And listen. And that is something that like the Barcelona fans I've spoken to, they're like, to them, what's going to be interesting is two things. One, what midfield does Liverpool put out and can it compete? And two, when that front three gets the ball, how does Barcelona's back four respond? Yeah. Because that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah. So on a tactical level, it is going to be a bit of a chess match. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because I think, look, they love to have the ball. And we love to let you have the ball. Yeah, exactly. Well, see, here's, <laughs> here's the interesting thing. Against Porto, we didn't have a majority of the possession. We let them have the ball. Uh, against Bayern There's Munich, a reason for against that. Bayern Munich, we let them have the ball. There's a reason um, for that. That's, we enjoy those half spaces in between. We, like, put pressure on, win the ball in the half space. Go. Yeah. And, like, I, somebody said to me yesterday, well, you know, Barcelona's pitch is much larger. I actually yeah. looked it up. It's not. It's not. It's not. Not the pitch is not that much larger. This area between the stands and the field is pretty massive because yeah, the way the it stadium... looks bigger. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, the actual in-play pitch is around the same size. It's maybe a meter difference here or there. So you're not talking about we're going to get stretched out like we've been paranoid about all year. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, all you actually, gotta... we're not going to play on a pitch like that the rest of the season. Yeah, and and you look at it and like, yeah, <laughs> Barcelona or not Bayern Munich's pitch is also like not significantly larger. Yep. And, like, look how look well how we, we handled did. Yeah, that. exactly, right? So uh, I'm not worried about the pitch. I think that, look, from my point of view, I think, yeah, there's always this chance that you can get messied. Yeah. And he just blows you away in 20 minutes with three goals and yeah. some shit. Yeah. He scores a cracker of a free kick. He does some crazy shit and feeds Suarez. Through. They have weapons. They have the talent. They have the players. It's 100% a possibility that we just get played off the park. 
It yeah. could happen. It could happen. I don't think it's going to. No, I don't think so either. But it could happen. Um, and like the thing with like Messi is, yes, as I said earlier, he's still great. He's still amazing. But he's definitely on still a, the best football a on the downward planet. trend. Even if that well, means he's getting older, right? even if that means natural. that he's still above everyone else as he slides, like slightly it just falls means down. That he was this far above everybody yeah. else, and now he's only this. Yeah, far exactly. Above everybody else, and but so, he's like, still above everybody else. You know, we've seen in recent times there's there's opportunity for a Lionel Messi team to shit the bed. They oh, do yeah. it. Argentina did it in the World Cup. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Two or three I mean, this times. This is a much better yeah. team than Argentina. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Like you're, you're subbing Suarez for Aguero. I mean, they haven't won the Champions League in quite some time. And then, like, no, legitimately, they, they haven't come close in, in quite a Since bit. Since Neymar. Well, Since the, Neymar yes. Left. Juventus, was, when they beat Juventus, was the last yeah, time they won. It was the last time. And look, I, I just fancy us in these big moments. We have this way, Bayern Munich away, given that it was nil nil, did not necessarily favor us, right? No, yeah. And we went there and we, put th- we scored three and yeah. we just put on a clinic. Yeah. Last season, City was clear favorites. Yeah. And we beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, in both of those instances, and I have this as the first point underneath Barca, we had to play the home leg first. We get the home leg second. We get the home leg second. And this is huge, and I'm a huge home leg second type of guy. Although I do now see the merit. I see the value of the of, other one. Yeah, leg. where yeah. you just come out and twat them in the first game, and then you're like, hey, we're up 3-0 or 2-1. Or, or actually, just hold them nil-nil. Yeah, exactly. And then go get the away goals. Yeah, and go to their place and put the pressure on them. But I we think, don't have any problems with the road, going on the road. No, we that don't. doesn't really phase no, us. No, we just, we just won 3-1 and 4-1 consecutively. We're going to go there and win 5-1, and it's – and then <laughs> – <laughs> Go to the final six one. And Why it's not? Just, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> just progression. Yeah, just ascending, ascending score lines Why all the way up. Yeah, I like that idea. But yeah, um, the second leg being at home is massive for me because it means you can go to Barcelona and lose two one, and know that you only have to come to Anfield and win without conceding. That's it. And this is what this team can do. They can yeah. come back home to Anfield, and I don't care if it's Barcelona. They can go a whole game without conceding and just score one. They did it against Napoli to get us even into the knockout rounds, and yeah. it took a ridiculous save by Allison. But listen. Little trivia question. Yeah, who's, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Yo, I, I don't who's know. the only English team to win at the Camp Nou <coughs> twice? Well, the only team to actually win at the Camp Nou, and, Camp nou, and yeah. they actually have done it twice, is Liverpool it. FC. Is Liverpool, so... <laughs> A little trivia for you, folks. We've actually not been so bad there. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to fancy a team, and like, look, once again, for me, it, it was kind of like the Bayern Munich thing where I said before that tie, like, nil, nil, don't freak out. 2-1, don't freak out. But look, 1-1, immense. Just immense. If you go there and you go 1-1 with Barcelona or even 2-2, you've got, you've basically, you've got one foot in the final for me. Yeah. Because, you know, Barcelona's great. Whatever they they're not going to be able to handle Anfield semifinal with a very very real chance of going to another Champions League final. <laughs> it's not like Roma. It's going to be roar. It's not like, like Man City first leg. Atmosphere. It's not like Bayern Munich first leg. It's a second leg. Oh God! Could you imagine being there for that? Both Chelsea games where we went on to a final second legs yes. at Anfield yeah. where you just needed to win one nil to go through. That's all I'm saying, folks. Yeah. If it's 2-1 at the end of the first leg, do not freak out. Yeah, don't flip out. Please, just calm down and realize 
They got to come to Anfield. And if a certain Phil Coutinho has to come to Anfield and a little Luisito, a little Pistolero has to come out, <laughs> Luis might get a round of applause when he first walks out. But after that, it's going to be a hostile Well, atmosphere. like he said, he said, you know, uh, he's going to bring his family back. It'll be special. But once the whistle blows, yeah, it's pretty no much. Yeah, exactly. And if he's like that, we can definitely be like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have. I mean, sorry, it's, it's a given with Coutinho. Yeah. <laughs> so I have written down here the key matchups. Definitely in the first leg, does Barca decide to leave a space? Because, look, it's not even in my mind out of the realm of possibility that we even go there and beat them 2-0 or some shit like that. You know what it is, though? You know what it is? It's, uh, for me, with Barca first leg, for them, they're just going to go, this is our game. We have to score. We play our way. We have to win. We dictate yeah. the game, right? Because that's what you're tempted to do when you're a really good side. You go, well... You know, this is us at home. We're gonna, we're gonna do this our way. Yeah. But that actually plays into our advantage. So it'll be interesting to see how they adjust to the moment because, yeah, it yeah. might not actually be to their advantage to go. Well, we're just gonna play our way. We're gonna do our thing. Yeah. That might go worse. And, and it's gonna be hard for them because look, I I I wrote in like the pre-match like write-ups like I wonder what. Mauricio Sarri does, and he ultimately parked the bus. Mm. I was like, I wonder what Bayern Munich does. Will they actually want to come out and like try to score against park Virgil the van Dijk? And they they didn't even have Virgil van Dijk on the pitch, and they parked the bus. Right. Granted, <laughs> granted, it is an away game, and they'll definitely be on the up and up, and the crowd will be behind them. But they're still got to be in the back of I think what's the manager's Valverde? It's got to be in the back of Valverde's mind. Yeah. Like, do I really actually want to open myself up? Because even if you go, if, even if you go two nil up. And you're still going for a third, and then you catch one at the other end, two one, and now you go and you're going for a third because you got to win three one because you don't want to have it be one nil at Anfield, yeah. and then you end up catching a second, and then you do score a third. Now it's to- it's still one nil, it's still two yeah. one gets Liverpool through. It's still not many teams scored more than one goal against Liverpool. I think you can count it on one hand this year. Maybe maybe it's two. It's PSG. It's Red Star. It's Crystal yeah. Palace. It's Manchester City, yeah. and. That's it. Who last scored two goals on us? That's it. I think that's it. It's Manchester yeah. City. It's, yeah, I mean yeah. it's been very few. Crystal Palace, which was a PS- wild game. PSG, it was just a weird game. Red Star, and that's it. Nobody scores two goals. Yeah, Bayern Munich couldn't score more than one. Yeah. Porto scored one and still ended up losing by five on aggregate. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that how bad I feel for them. We're going to do better this year against Liverpool. Instead of losing 5-0 in aggregate, we'll lose 6-1. We'll 6-1, lose, we'll lose 6-1, six, one. Six, one, six, one, sorry. It's the same difference, but at least we scored. Poor guys. Oh, man. So teams don't score more than two goals on us? No. So I'm, I'm not scared. I'm fully I'm up for scared. it. I know it's going to be a huge test. I'm fully prepared for how tense it's going to be. You better be prepared for that. It's going to be tense. And they're going to scare us at times. But oh, yeah, we're going to scare them. I wouldn't be surprised if this does end up being a 7-5 on Anfield. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go there, score two goals or some <laughs> shit. Come yeah. back to Anfield, end up being 3-0 up at the end of a half. And then they come back and they score two. And it's like, oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody's shitting themselves. And there'll be some epic moment where, you know, like fucking Lovren comes on as a sub and scores. Or yeah, some right. Crazy oh, shit. I, I love it. Some Shades of Dortmund. Shit. Shades right. of Dortmund. The but, point- like, I still believe we will win. The point being is this is amazing. Do you know how long? 
Listen, I so I've supported Liverpool. I had the pleasure of watching us, you know, win in Istanbul and then have a, a couple of pushes in the Champions League after that where we went to like three or four semi no, three semifinals in the space of what was it like 6 7 years and we went to like yeah. four quarterfinals in the same span. This is what I've wanted ever since we've not been in the Champions League. As I've sat on the sideline and I've seen Lionel Messi and I've seen, you know, Cristiano's Real Madrid and always in the in my heart of hearts, I've just known if we really got a proper shot at them, we could really, really show the world that they're not this invincible, unstoppable football machine. And let's be real, in the history of football, in the history of football, Liverpool has been the best team in the world for more years than Barcelona has ever been. Let's be honest. Yeah. Barcelona's never won three Champions League in the space of four or five years, four years. Yeah. Right? 77, 78, 81. Barcelona's never done that. Real Madrid has, granted, three in a row. That's a little, that's a little different. It's different. <laughs> I know for most of the people listening to this and who are part of LFC Tampa and people in America who've just jumped on board to soccer, for them, Barcelona has been the dominating force and much, much bigger club than Liverpool. But given that we were in the final last year and we're in the semifinal again, given this, that we're in the title race in a much, much tougher league, Listen, we are a bigger club than Barcelona, and this is just as difficult for them as it's going to be for us, and they are more afraid of us than we are of them. You know, when we had the quarterfinal draw, I, you and me both, we wanted Barcelona. Yeah. They wanted My, nothing to do with us. Reasons, but <laughs> yeah, well, they wanted nothing to do with us. No, no. It's didn't. a blessing in disguise. We get to play them in a two-legged affair. Unlike Madrid last year where we had to play him in a one-off. Yeah. This I, is, I wouldn't want to play him in a one-off. This is, anything, it's yeah, too, exactly. It's too many anything factors. can happen. Listen, we got... We're, we're on the brink of a Champions League final. I think we're going to do it. I think we go there, and I think we lose 2-1 at their place, and then we win 2-0 at home. That's what I think happens. I think we go there. We actually just play the most disciplined game you've seen in a while, and we nick one. And it's 1-1. One one one. Oh, I love it. 1-1 one one coming back. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And then we blank them at home. Yeah, and listen. In what is a very disappointing night for their supporters and for the, the guys returning. Yeah. But it's 2 0 at home. Yeah. And we win 3 1 on aggregate. Yeah. That's, that's, I have this feeling like it's, it, my temptation is to think that it's going to be this big, large, like heavy goal affair. And then and it's just going to end up being, and then like, it's just going to be like 2 1, <laughs> 3 1 on aggregate. And it's oh. not going to be as exciting as we all think. Yeah. It's just going to be butt clenching tension the whole time. Yeah. But, It'll be. It's still going to be fun. Now and listen, overhyped Jordan, who like doesn't listen to any rationality <laughs> at all, is going three 0 at Camp New Liverpool. <laughs> this is blog Jordan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three <laughs> 0 at Camp New, and then like two one at home, where like we go two 0 up early, and then we send out Daniel Sturridge just for a little run around in a semifinal, just to feel like he's involved. And yeah, Joel Matip scores a goal. Three one. And the surprise is that Divock Origi is one of the three. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so while we're still on Barcelona, right. before we get to the other questions, Chris Borzell asks, who do you put in midfield for the match, for the first leg? Uh, I think right now our best midfield for that particular tactical situation is probably uh, Fabinho, Hendo, Wijnaldum. Agreed. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> Finish just, reading the we question. We need that yeah. discipline, performance, and Wijnaldum and Hendo in the box-to-box yeah. roles will give you everything you need. 
Uh, Fabinho, I think, will cancel out whoever they have attacking in midfield. Yeah, whether it's Coutinho so, or somebody well, else. So here, here for me, why Fabinho's so key? And I, I talked to my Madrista friend about this. He's like, "Give me the rundown on the matchup." I was like, "Here's the thing. Yeah, they'll fancy Messi. Me- Messi coming off the right, cutting it off his left. Yeah. Fabinho's going to be huge about like of handling that situation. Fabinho Van Dyke because you, be well, a yeah, much bigger test for him than he's probably faced. In reality, you in don't want Van Dyke having to step out to block the inward run because that opens up the pass lane for Luis Suarez just to yeah. cut in behind and in front of Matip. So you want Fabinho to come over and like block off that lane. And it's going to be Genie Vinaldum coming back when yeah. he's on defense. Yeah. But in transition, you want Fabinho forcing the play out wide, let Rabo take him down the wing onto his right foot. Of course, Barcelona might fancy putting him in, like you said, as an attacking midfielder, but then once again, Fabinho's right there to stop him. But yeah. I think Fabinho plays a key role in stopping anything that Messi tries to do, cutting across the box onto his left foot. So does Phil start? At the Camp Nou, so. at the Camp Nou, he does. At Anfield, I think it would be a very bad decision by Valverde to do it. I do too. I, I think it's going to be in his. I head. think Phil has the fire within him to do that sort of stuff against Manchester United, who fans were booing him the whole time. Well, they've always hated him. But I think there is like a mental thing going on there with him, with Liverpool fans, given how connected and how close we all were uh, just yeah. a few th- short months ago. Yeah. Given how months, yeah, roughly not, not even, even eighteen. That. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're talking about like fifteen. I maybe. mean, I convinced myself going into January that we were going to sell last year. I was like, no, he's made up for it. He realizes now what a silly decision that would be. No, of course not. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't play him at home because I think he becomes like a focal point for Anfield. And the one, the last thing you want to do is give Anfield any type of ingredient to get even yeah. louder. Yeah, you don't want to fire him up. No, you don't. You just, it's going to already be. If you're coming there, yeah, you want it to be like as quiet as possible. It's already going to be ridiculous. You don't want to do a Pep Guardiola and go, well, we've already experienced these atmospheres. It's not going to be a big we'll deal. Be fine. Yeah, you don't want to be. Fil- okay. Yeah, you don't want to be. Fil- <laughs> Real coach going, oh, Anfield's no big deal. You don't want to be Real Madrid and AS writing a headline going, this is Anfield, so what? You don't yeah, want to no, turn the volume up at Anfield. Do not fire them up. That's, yeah. that's the, the number one. If you're coming into our house, you don't want to turn the screw. And Dembele's started to come back from injury, so I mean, yeah. I would, I would, I would start Phil in the first leg where he's comfortable at home. See, here's the thing about that though: is we know how much he gives the ball away, and True. that's exactly what we want. That's exactly what we'll feed off of. Hey, we'll see. So it's going to be an interesting tactical matchup. But I'm if uh, yeah. to answer your question, Chris, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Henderson. Yes. That's your best midfield just for this game. Also because like Henderson is shown going forward, but first and foremost, he's going to be able to put in a shift defensively in oh, the midfield. Oh, no, and the running. The running yeah. alone is, just makes him worth it. So. so then Chris Payne asked, before we get into the Instagram questions, how do you think we will match up defensively against Barca? Do we start Matip because Virgil and him have been well together? Or do you start Lovren because he's healthy and got a full 90 in today? I'll add in a second part or a third part for that question. Do you start Gomez because he's back from injury? For me, no, no, no. You start Joel Matip. That's why he got a little break at the weekend. Yeah, I can't mix it up now. They've been too consistent. We've barely given up any goals with Matip and, and Van yeah. Dyke together. I'm not switching it now. Let him play. And look, Matip, he's goofy. Yeah, but he gets he's, the job done. He's been really good. Yeah. And the man has a ball in him. He, he somehow he surprises me. He'll just dig out these passes, these 20, 30-yard passes. Switch the play. Yeah, yeah. Switch the play, and you go, oh, shit, that was quite good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> It, it, it looked goofy as shit, but damn, it got the job done. Speaking and of it, running back blogs, let's go run back some Joel Motip blogs. From, from <laughs> right. your boy. Okay, I've been saying it. No, you've, been, you've been saying it for a while. I, I got to eat a little bit of shit on Joel Motip. There's no doubt about that. The man can play, and I'm not, I don't want to switch it now. And here's I'm the other comfortable thing. with him. Here's the other thing for me. 
He's an absolute bastard. He kicks people in the shins. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to kick Luis Suarez up his ass a now, few here, times. Here, here's the thing. A uh, couple people have put this out there. So, you know, Trent has been at times this season a little bit of a defensive liability, yeah. right? So do you away put Gomez in now that he's match fit? Um, no. Uh, I don't think so either. To be honest, so I think you're going to need those fullback presences, like the, our two fullbacks. You need that presence and the threat that they bring because what they do when they get forward is they pin them back. Yeah. And it just forces them to do more work. It's more back and forth, back and forth for them. And they're not, I, you know, look, I, I don't think they're as used to playing that way as we are. So I think it works to our advantage to just leave him in. Look, yeah, he might have a few defensive moments, but all in all, Trent's a very solid player. I trust him. He's, yeah, whatever. He's been here before. He's been here before. He's done this. And look, I, I thought against Chelsea he was quite good. You know, I, I got no beef with Trent, so I'm sticking with Trent and Robbo. That midfield three and then the front three, obviously. Bobby's going to be okay. The thing last night, that was just like a, they're just being precaution precautionary yeah. or whatever so yeah. they're just taking you know just don't want to risk it yeah also mm. there was no instagram question no there, there was just yo 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 <laughs> from emmanuel yeah sorry hey emmanuel uh i know you're gonna get here eventually like in a month to this point of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> listen i literally thought of you like basically as i was leaving my house i was like oh wait shit. it's too late now because it's a rowdy's game day yeah and you're a rowdy's you're employee so speaking of which we got about 45 you know, minutes him to kick and, off. Uh, him and dan from the unused substitutes over the summer we got to get dan on but he's not even in town today so oh okay yeah but yeah. we got to get him on because he's a big liverpool fan and, yeah there we go you know, we could plug the rowdies some more that way yeah so. Yeah, speaking of, we're going to the Rowdies after this. Me yeah, and Dave. we're playing Charlotte. So. Yeah. Interesting. We're the only undefeated team left in the USL. Fuck yeah. And we've been playing really good football. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like you just want to play decent football. I really like the squad this year. They're a lot younger. Yeah. Which I've been, you know, like we were talking about a little bit earlier. I just didn't like the business model before. I yeah. just thought we were just getting a bunch of old dudes in and I don't know. Like, you just... You just need youth. It's it's the U.S. second division, man. It's all about like bringing up kids and teaching them and and just seeing what they can. No, do. yeah, give some of these eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds who don't want to go to they school, need a platform, college scholarship route. Just like, hey, come play some professional football. Yeah, some it of those, these twenty two year old kids. Yeah, they're fresh out of college, but like you know, they've been growing. They've grown up playing. They were playing in yeah. somebody's academy, then they got a scholarship and went to school. You can't blame them for that. Someone spots you. You go MLS. You go MLS. You go. Fucking Ajax, PSV, I know. You know, some the Rowdies shit. over the years have had some very good players come through the ranks. Uh, Portland's goalkeeper, Jeff Attenella. Yeah. Very good player. Do you have a favorite Went player? USF. Do you have a favorite player on the current squad? Current squad, I'm not to that favorite player state yet. Yeah. Although I do like that Diakite fella. He is class. He's class. He's a big lad, and he He's likes to give a yell. Boy. He likes yeah. to yell at the referee <laughs> a little bit. I like it, too. I like him. Um, I like Jan Ekra. He is the poor man, poor man's, poor man's Nabi Kato. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've gotten like deep into like his whole career. He used to play at Hull City. He's been he was at Lyon's like youth academy. He played for the France under eighteen. <laughs> so, like, I'm all on this Jan Ekra vibe. I love it. He's he's skilled. Both times I've been there, he's played like these little like cutting balls like right behind the line for you, goals. You know one of my favorite Rowdies players ever was Luke Mulholland. We actually won the title with him. Uh, the the NASL title back in 2012 with him. But he went on to play for Real Salt Lake. And very good player. Actually, very good English kid. Yeah. 
but just like wasn't going to get a shot in England. Came over here, made it with the Rowdies, then got into uh, MLS. But like that's a that's the kind of shit that you need, right? Like yeah. that's what you're actually looking for. You're not looking for a Joe Cole. Yeah, and not at this level. Just I, bring some kids up. Yeah, you just bring the young. Fellas and then like on. eventually you can be like, wow, look at that. No, like you want you want like kids. Dia Chiate playing at Barcelona. Never thought I'd see. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Oh, I couldn't have seen it back then. Scenes. <laughs> scenes when Diakete premieres for Barcelona. But yeah, point being, we're going to the Rowdies. Support the Rowdies so we can yeah, get proper them, football. Man. Proper uh, football. Fuck Orlando City. Yeah, fuck Orlando City. <laughs> they took us off their little Florida badge. Someone hit me up. John King hit me up, one of our members over at the Horse and Jockey. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about taking my girlfriend up to an Orlando City game. What do you think? I said, fuck them. They shunned the Tampa Bay area. They took us off the little Florida badge on their kit. So right. fuck them. They think they're better than us. We won the top division. We did. They've never won the top division. No. So they can fuck off. Well, 75, you could say what you want, but it was the top division of the time. Exactly. And Pele was you there. You can only win what you can win at the and time. And Pele was there. So. And we beat Pele. <laughs> exactly. So fuck off. So fuck off. You beat Pele? <laughs> yeah. You didn't even Bitches. exist. <laughs> Anyways. Exactly. You didn't even exist. All right. So to end it, we will do a random question. What's your favorite flavor of chips? Chips? Oh, goodness gracious. You know what? We're I f- both fat guys. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> I fancy a bit of barbecue. You're a barbecue guy. But I will say my favorite chip of all chips is Doritos Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch? Yeah. Is cool that, cool Ranch Doritos is like the favorite. But if like we're going like random chip. And I'm like walking down an aisle, and I had to like if there's no ranch Dorito, cool ranch Doritos, I'm picking a barbecue flavored chip. That's what I'm going with. Okay, I always lean towards the salt and vinegar. That's my jam. Uh, the Cape Cod brand. Bam. I used to hate salt and vinegar until one time in college I got really stoned, and I came to grow to appreciate salt <laughs> and vinegar. <laughs> That was the moment. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. But you know what my favorite thing in the chip aisle is? It's technically not. I guess it's technically not a chip. I'll eat pretzels till I'm. Oh dead. my god, yeah, pretzels! Pretzels man. and beer, forget oh it, man. Oh my god, the Germans know something. You, oh, <laughs> the they Germans. know how to make something that goes with beer. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. If you just give me like, I'll go to a bar and it's like you know it's disgusting. There's that bowl with yeah. the pretzels in it. You're like, don't eat it. There's yeah. people just dipping their piss fucking covered <laughs> hands in it, and I am so weak. Then <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, but maybe they didn't. What if yeah. these are the fresh ones? Yeah, these are the ones. <laughs> and I try one. I always at least eat one. And then if I'm really drunk, I eat the whole bowl. But <laughs> That's why I have a strong immune system. Hey, okay? listen. <laughs> Urine is just filtered fluid. <laughs> In some way. Oh, wait, wait. You know what we never did? What? The password. Uh, no, I, I said at the beginning of the, of well, the episode. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so what, what, what were we Okay, gonna... so if they get to here and like no one's <laughs> answered it, here's the answer, folks. We called it the realm. The Red Realm. The Red Realm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot man. why. We were talking like Star Wars or some shit. In there. All right. So if you could answer the Red Realm, <laughs> then you'll know either A, we'll know that either A, you went back and listened to old episodes, or B, you made it this far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this that will was... be good. This is good. All right. So, yeah. Anyways, to wrap it up, we're, doing, we're going for a double. We're doing the double. I'm saying it here. I still have faith we're winning this league, folks. Yeah, we're going to win Shit's the league. Going down. We're going to play Ajax in a final. It's going to be a grand old time, and then we're going to whoop them, and everyone's going to be like, poor Ajax. If only they hadn't faced this amazing Liverpool side. It would have been a great story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Barcelona comes for their striker, and somebody else <laughs> yeah. takes delight. And that's that for you know small minnow clubs winning the Champions League. No more Portos. No more Portos. Well, 
And that was All episode right. seven. Episode seven. We're going to go check out the Rowdies. Cheers. Cheers finish Up these the beers. Up the fucking Reds. Up the Reds and come on, you Rowdies. Until next time, that was the Tampa Bay Cop Talk, episode seven. Cheers. Cheers.